Oh, it's good to be back. What's up and welcome back to Kind of Funny's Cobra Kai in review. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Karate Kid, baby. It's all Valley. All Valley, too. We got, we got another tournament and I can't wait to talk to you about it. Of course, I want to give an amazing welcome. I think this is the first time I'm introing her this year. It's Christmas in January. Joey Noel. I'm so happy you let me crash this because there's no way I wasn't going to. I've had so much pent up Cobra Kai energy since I watched, binged all of it last year. I'm so happy to be here. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, like you hadn't even seen it last time when season three premiered. So you you had a lot of karate energy leading into this season four. And (laughs) I I, I am in in some way, I envy you. Like I I wish that I could have had that experience as well. Uh, Joining us, of course, once again is the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino top of the afternoon to you i was so jealous because you and josh were texting each other and i hadn't started watching the episodes yet and i was like i don't know guys maybe i don't want to watch this season then i watched the first episode and i fucking mainlined the entire season in one day did you just say maybe i don't want to watch this season i you know i was like i'll just keep it like i was gonna watch it but i was like i'm not i'm not i'm not caught up in the hype it's not appointment viewing exactly and then josh texted me and i was like what am i thinking what am i thinking get back on the hype train cobra kai do or die and of course, joining us on that hype train is the one and only Josh Makuga. Gentlemen, ladies, ah, man, I have missed all your faces like you wouldn't believe. I'd like to point out something. I think, Tim, you might have gotten this feel. Maybe Joey, Andy as well. Nick, was Nick thinking he was like too cool? Was he like, is he no, too he's cool? Changed he's changed a lot. You know, it was, I saw it and I was like, I'll get to it. Like, I, I know I'm going to love it. But I'm not quite ready for it yet. And then the the text thread started turning a little bit spoilery. And then I got scared. And I was like, yeah. I better get on this right now. Yeah. Before Josh starts dropping some bombs in this text thread about things that are happening that I don't want to know about. So it's, I got I, on. And the, the first, it just speaks to the, just the, the amazingness of this show. That I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it. And then right when the first episode started, I was like, I am hooked I guess back here's my next 10 hours. I'm jacked back mm-hmm. in 100%. Amanda doesn't get it. I mean, uh, we watched, uh, listen, I'll say it on this show. I watch Emily in Paris. What do you want me to do? Okay. It's a lot of fun. It's a heck of a show. Okay. Uh, And And when Cobra Kai comes on and she walks into the room, she's like, I don't get this show. I was like, listen, I didn't get Emily in Paris at first, but if you really gave this the opportunity that it deserves, Cobra Kai will change your whole perspective, not only on karate, but living in the San Fernando Valley. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're going to get into all of that, of course, because this is kind of funnies in review where each and every week we get together to rank review and recap your favorite movies and sometimes TV shows uh, in cinematic universes. Of course, you can get it on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com. If you want to get it as a podcast, just search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny in review. And we'll be right there for you. If you wanted to get the show ad free, and if you wanted to watch live as we record it, you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like our Patreon producers, Molecule, James Davis at James Davis makes and Pranksy have all done. We appreciate you all so very, very much today. We're brought to you by MeUndies, DoorDash and Chime, but we're going to have to get to that later because I can't wait to talk about Cobra Kai. 
season four released on December 31st, 2021 directed once again by the team of Josh Heald and John Hurwitz and Hayden Schlossberg, who have been doing the series since day one uh, music. Once again, by Leo Berenberg and Zach Robinson killing the game up in the game in so many ways, bringing the hype this season. And I really appreciated that. But without further ado, we got to talk about this show. I'll never forget watching this for the first time a couple of years back when Nick had been talking about it for years. And we were all in every single one of us like dominoes just falling in like this is the greatest show ever. But when we saw the teaser for this season and we saw Terry motherfucking silver oh, putting his hair five. in the ponytail, it was like, okay, wait, not only can they do no wrong, they can only do right. And they can only do it in all caps at all times. And then when we saw the final season trailer, there was a line where we see the boardroom of the school, I guess. I'm not really sure. The Valley's boardroom, the whatever the hell it was. <laughs> Community center or like that. Yeah, that, whatever the heck it is. And they have to do a vote. And at the time, we didn't know what the vote was for. But it ended with ev- with the camera going. Everyone raised their head. And then the man just going, God help us all. I <laughs> knew we were in for a fucking season. <laughs> and we got a season. Andy Cortez, what did you sure think? Did. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I, I, I just... I think back to like my favorite moments in cinematic history throughout all of media and the little hints and teases that we start getting uh, in at the end of season three to find out that, oh, wait, is that is that there's no way there that's Terry Silver in the army with Crease. Like there's no way that they're actually doing that. And as we keep on getting more and more hints, I've never felt a moment more hype than that at the end of it to go like, oh, my God, Terry Silver is going to be in season four. This is unbelievable to the point where I kept on trying to convince myself, no, they're not actually going to do that, because how would any of that make sense? This man is a psychopath and has no business being anywhere in this show. And they nail it and they do the stuff that we love where they're very self-referential and very uh, self-deprecating and very aware of just how silly Terry Silver of a character was. And, uh, and I, loved, I loved every second of this show. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say that. Well, like, to, to go back, and I think incredible. That's, a, that's a perfect example of why I think this show hits, right? Because they found an actual a kind of like sad way to explain that behavior, right? Like mm-hmm. you actually empathize with him where he was like, I thought I would needed to do like acts like that. And I was on cocaine and I was abusing substances. And I thought that was what we needed to do to take on the world. And like, he even has that one line where he goes, we tortured a high school kid for like six months. He goes, I do you spent have any- months I- terrorizing a teenager on cocaine. on cocaine. And he's like, do you have any idea how crazy that sounds? And you're like, that does sound crazy. Yeah. But then some way by the end of the season, he's the big baddie again. And it just, yeah. it just, they just do such a great way of like well, reindoctrinating him into the fucking chaos that is karate in a valley. There are, there are, you know, very quintessential 80s movies, right? You've got your karate kids, you've got your top guns, you've got your Rockies, right? You know, your Rocky three, Rocky fours, whatever. And a very underrated film of the 80s is Over the Top, starring Sylvester Stallone. Sure. Okay. Now, everybody knows when Sylvester Stallone turns his hat around, he's business. a different man. Business. Okay. He's his this right arm goes from just a truck driving, shift moving truck driver arm to the greatest arm wrestling arm in the history of arm wrestling. Okay, as soon as Terry Silver 
pulls that ponytail back. He goes from a Malibu, crunchy, living, vegan, loving, uh, wine tasting savant. Character development. Character development (laughs) to the all time greatest slick back bad guy since Steven Seagal punched that sheriff. It's so true. Andy, can you do me a favor and hit me with the song? Hit me with the song. No, you're not going to do this right now. The wig song. No, I'm not going to do this. I need it. I need it. I need it. Is it a wig? I don't know. Wigging out with Scarpino. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a very special episode of Wigging Out with Scarpino. This is the first time in my life the roles have been reversed. Now I finally know what it's like to sit in the passenger side of a Honda Accord, Joey, because Josh McCougar was like, he's wearing a wig. And I was like, no, he's not. That is his natural hair. And Josh, I think you were wrong. I still stand by the fact that I think that is the actor's natural hair. Look, Google him right now. I think he grew it out. It's absolutely real. I think what happened was he he heard they were doing this and was like, they're bringing back Crease. And he started, he probably started growing out the hair again because he's like, I got to, I got to be ready for when they call me up to the minors. There's a tweet that the, (laughs) that the writers had put out Makuga where they said, um, when we were kind of planning on season four, we knew we wanted to bring Terry Silver back like near the like while they were writing season three and stuff that they had they had messaged um, uh, what I've already heard the actor's name. Thomas, Thomas Ian Griffin. Griffin. Thomas Ian Griffin. They re- messaged him and said, hey, how's that roundhouse looking? Mm. And he sent back a video. Uh, and he's got the like, long yeah, hair and the beard, oh. and he's doing the kick. <laughs> and he's so, he's so good. He's basically just showing, like, yeah, I got it, dog. Like, oh whenever you God. need me, call so me the tall. hell up. He's and look like, at the like look six, at the five. look at the hair. He's rocking. Where it. where are you seeing this? Why am I not seeing? Uh, this? You hit watch stream uh, on on Kevin's little. Okay, make sure you're watching the video for Kevin. He's looping it right now. Okay, this guy's taking a solo cup off of a f- six foot tall. Oh, what? <laughs> like punching bag. This guy's insane. And look at the hair. Look at the beard. The He's hair. rocking it. It is completely natural hair. Wow. God, you're right. All right. Last. I take it back. I take it back. That's me. I feel that's like they might have done some, like, too. maybe a little toner to make it a little more silver. I think they yeah, do. They had to. You got to. His, name, yeah. his, name's not called, his name's not called Terry Gray. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Noel. What did yes. you think about season four? Man, so what something I just appreciate the writers of Cobra Kai. I feel like I have to issue an apology to Nick Scarpino because I feel like we gave him a I personally gave him a lot of shit for watching a shitty YouTube red show. <laughs> and I just didn't uh, know. Uh, I was not in YouTube enlightened. premium. YouTube oh, sorry. Premium. YouTube sure. premium. Sure, sure. sure. Uh, I just wasn't enlightened. I had not reached that level of uh awareness in my uh life. So I feel like I should apologize. Um as as much work as they did to make Johnny Lawrence such a top tier character of like feeling like he actually dropped straight from the eighties into the two thousands made him feel really um, sincere of like not knowing technology, just being who he is. I feel like they were tweet. able to cap- capture <laughs> that same tweets. I know. <laughs> it's just no, like, no, no. Oh my this God. Season was amazing. Like, Get tweeting? an Uber. What's Uber? Follower. <laughs> yeah. It's so, so the woke one i forget what he called it gosh that was also so funny um i feel like they did that same thing with terry silver of like really being introspective of like who would this character be and how could we 
obviously he's not doing all the drugs. He has grown as a human being. Um, but what's the thing inside of him that's still Cobra Kai? And how do we get him back to where he was in uh, Karate Kid Chapter 3? And they just <laughs> nail it. It is in. I don't know how they did it. I, I really, truly don't. And making him like, I don't know. They keep upping the ante of they bring back Martin Cove yeah. to be in Cobra Kai and just like keep elevating. Whoa. And now Terry Silver. He was insane this season, and well, I just truly can't well, wait for him. Yeah, what I love about it is, like, it's sort of like they kind of attacked the character or approached the character from, like, being an addict, right? So mm-hmm. he was addicted to cocaine. He was addicted to power. And and his trigger was Crease. Crease was the thing that allowed him to, like, go down the rabbit hole of doing that drug, whether it be an actual physical drug or, like, trying to, like, dominate everything, including the, and his rock bottom <laughs> was – the teenager, the, the, the summer <laughs> tortured a teenager, right? That was rock summer bottom. Of 85. Rock, by, by, the way, by the way, rock bottom wasn't when he like poisoned the Arctic, okay? <laughs> no, no, If you remember it, <laughs> or like he like covered up a, an oil spill in like a third in, world country. In no, Borneo. No, no. In, in Borneo. <laughs> Thank you, Andy. Thank you. Right. Great no call. Phone call no, no. about like the plutonium incident no. or something yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. But I just he not, killed like... some kid named Marty McFly in yeah. a DeLorean. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. His his biggest regret was torturing a teen in Reseda, who at that point was 33. And yeah. uh, older, you know, older than him. He's older than Terry, right? Isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thomas Ingram. Yeah. yeah. See? And you know, listen. <laughs> there's a there's a magical moment, also that we're like calling back as as the lovely Josephine, as I know her name is Joanna. Okay, but I, I, I her name to me will always be Josephine. So that's what I thought it was at first. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> is is that not only is Johnny Lawrence like your quintessential most well-rounded villain hero? Maybe, and I'll put it out here. In the history of television. Okay? <laughs> yeah, history of television. This I'm is saying thing. it. I mean, the, the reality is, like, episode one, I rewatched episode one of season one. Like, okay. Johnny Lawrence is a racist bad guy. And we now love him. Love him. Love him. Well, we love, love him, him because we love him because we he we get to find all these other characters who are the younger characters who can influence him. And so mm-hmm. if you're watching someone learn and like grow, albeit incrementally, because there is the moment on the lacrosse track field where hey. he's like, where baby he's, steps she's like, on the bus, baby steps like, off the bus. Now. He's like, uh, you get to hang out with lots of good looking guys. Like my man over here. And Miguel's all jet, like oiled up and he's just flexing. <laughs> and she goes, I'm asexual. And he goes, yeah, he's a sexual too. <laughs> and Miguel's like, no, sensei, no, that's not what that means. <laughs> Just moments like that, that scene God. that scene was incredible but what God. what i'm what i'm referencing is as as they're want to do in the show which is so good is just apologize for the sins of the past in real quick form right yeah. is johnny lawrence goes so they let you go all the way to the finals <laughs> right yeah. it's because that's something we're all like wait a sec he just goes to the finals because he won the year <laughs> before that was the funniest line. The, the laziest writing line. in the history of movies. Yeah, he's like, That's... I call bullshit on that. I had because yeah. he because it's true because he was the champ from the prior year starting yeah. Karate Kid and he had to go all the way through. He had to, he had to fight through. It's not fair. Yeah. It's not fair, Tim. This is why Johnny oh, yeah. is the better of the two. This is why I always go Cobra Kai never dies. Dude, this season to me is really special because it, it continues to prove that this show gets it, knows what it's doing, and is committing harder than anything I've ever seen in in my entire life and that's why it works and four seasons in 
we're starting to see some some retreading of familiar territory and i don't think everything works i think that halfway through this season it kind of turning back into the johnny versus daniel stuff i'm like uh, we've seen this for three seasons now like there's I, only so we, many teams they can go back and forth between tim like, ex- I, exactly <laughs> but i think that despite that little criticism focusing on terry silver like uh, you need an arc for the villain, right? Villains are interesting to spice things up. And this show is now just as much anime and just as much WWE uh-huh. as it is anything else. Mm-hmm. And it really, really, really sells it that this, that episode one of this show season focused so much on Martin Cove going to Terry Silver, calling him Terrence Silver. Like there's just <laughs> little things like that, I that I'm like, it. oh, we're in for something special. And we really were seeing Terry kind of go from where he is in episode one to where we end this season, which is utterly insane when you think about what's about to happen with mm-hmm. Terry Silver just now fully back as a full on uh, villain that's about to control the karate world. Like. I just love that we're there and somehow the show still hasn't doesn't feel like it's going to sell out. <laughs> What's the selling no. out even look like for this? I uh, don't know. The Carrie Underwood moment excited. was a little weird. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I think whoa, that whoa. was intentionally off put. Okay. First of all, if if you're going to deal with music, we first have to reference the fact that they mention Yacht Rock in the movie. Yeah. Or in the show with Christopher Cross. And Ralph Macchio says Christopher Cross was huge in the 80s. Which he was. Okay? The man's got an EGOT. Okay? He's got Grammys, Oscars, Tonys, and Emmys. More examples of just phenomenal writing for Johnny Lawrence. When Miguel ends up going back and mentioning those artists. And Johnny Lawrence being like, Chris, he was never cool. What he taught? Peter Cetera was never cool. Like (laughs) Those those moments were so good, man. Johnny Lawrence's writing, I think, is probably still my favorite thing about this whole season. I agree with Tim and Joey. Um, You can only keep me invested so much with characters constantly switching sides. Um, and I mentioned this in our last, when we did the the first review where it was seasons one through three. Um, character turns are always way more satisfying when you let them cook for a while um, over over several episodes, as opposed to five minutes and then six minutes later and then five minutes later, there's another turn. Like character turns always feel a lot better when they have time to cook for a while and I feel like we are getting that less and less because maybe the writers feel the need to keep things constantly spicy. Um, And those are the things that just, I just, I can't help but roll my eyes at because there haven't really, the way the character turns felt in the beginnings of the season, when you go, Oh no, now he's going to flip and this and that. Now it's just, it feels very, it feels just very kind of like tired at this point. Um, But what keeps me going with the show is just, the interactions um, and mainly Johnny Lawrence's writing is just an all time high for me. But I mean, even the writing of some of the kids, like I always know the something special when I hear Nick's laugh, when something mm-hmm. is said, <laughs> when I'm not with Nick yeah. and when the kid says he looks like a Highlander. No, <sighs> the gonna... Highlander. There can, <laughs> can only, only be, be one. <laughs> <laughs> But I love that. I love that because the kid, and correct me if I'm wrong. Like the kid saying that was he was was referencing Terry, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And but what I like about that is that you know at some point Johnny made them watch Highlander. (laughs) 
These kids don't know Highlander normally. No one would know them. It's because some old asshole like me like forced it down their throat and, and made them watch it. Um, I mean, the thing that I think is, is, you know, Tim, you said it in a text message is you, you felt like in the middle of the season there was some retread. But, yes, I agree. There was a little bit of retread. But Johnny Lawrence never backs off his convictions of like, hey, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball, right? Yeah. Is if you can jump over this building, you can win the All Valley. Okay. <laughs> it's the Which is insane that that it's was insane. what he had her do, and then it's she insane. did it. Like the fact that she did it that episode, I thought, okay, maybe at the end of the season, there's going to yeah. be a moment. We'll she build up to it. it. You're yeah. like, no, fuck that. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm oh, jumping funny. off these loose pallets <laughs> onto a ledge to a building that I mean. It's a jump, okay? Like, it's and a there's just jump. a dirty mattress in between to get you. That's all. Right. Which I don't know the last time you guys like leapt onto a hotel mattress, but I do it every time I walk into a hotel room. Yeah, from like one foot away, from not one from like, foot uh, away, not from ten stories up. <laughs> Correct. Okay. I, yeah, I wasn't expecting to get that that quickly. I wasn't <laughs> like when they start planting the seeds of the flying tornado kick or whatever. I'm just like. This is going to pop up, and I doubt it's going to really feel earned in any way. <laughs> like, right. uh, it's just something that they just so briefly talk about, but you know it's only being talked about because it's going to happen at the All Valley. And uh, I just did not think we would get a, paral a paralyzed scare from Miguel. Like, that... <laughs> that really like kind of like holy shit that Listen, like ruined just, his back again I'm and then out. he's people, fine <laughs> people who do martial arts that pull their back that can happen at any age kevin and they're the bravest just, people it doesn't just happen <laughs> at 17 sometimes when you're 39 years old you pull a back muscle doing jujitsu and you have to lay down in the hallway of your office and kevin goes don't look i said kevin tell him not to look at me and kevin goes don't look at him don't look at him <laughs> He's scared. He's scared. It was, scared. So, it was so hard. It was. It was. It was so hard because I knew everyone would make fun of you, but like you weren't there emotionally. Like, don't do it. You couldn't it take like, it. Do it. Don't Raise do your it. hand in the chat if you've ever pulled a back muscle sneezing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've done that. Uh, I did that cool. two days ago. Are you kidding cool, me? Cool, 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 you know, another thing I, I really the wrong way and pulled the neck muscle. <laughs> two days. Ago. I really yeah. appreciate about the season is or shows four seasons in, like obviously going to to a familiar villain, a villain who is our number one villain, and we fucking love him so much, and like he fucking just crushes it. I think he's only more number one now. Uh, but in addition to that, kind of like fleshing out the cast a little bit more and like making me truly care and feel about newer characters or at least characters that we hadn't really seen too much of before mm -hmm. like getting the introduction to LaRusso's son Anthony like yeah. we've seen him before as like a background character but now he's a full-on character and he's a fucking shithead bully I'm like that is a lot to deal with but then you get this new kid and I'm like, okay, cool. This is a pretty clear route that he's going to go down. We know what this show is. We know what's happening. That didn't stop me from feeling like I got punched in the freaking stomach yeah. when it was revealed that the other side of the, the computer wasn't the girl talking to him. It was just like, damn, this show got me by the balls, man. They can literally do anything, <laughs> telegraph it, and it still makes me fucking feel. I felt so bad for this kid. I, know. I You know, I didn't have like a rough time in high school i think because i'm a little bit older like it was before internet bullying was like really cool right Josh, like, i was, was still a on lot more before internet bullying we didn't even have the internet <laughs> when we were in high school apparently 
I had like in AOL in like freshman year of high school. I think. Yeah, you know, probably, like, but it wasn't like messenger. But people Shut were up, just Tim. You dick. People, people were Josh back in that day. Everyone was a hundred, like ninety nine point nine percent focused on finding porn. No, oh yeah, wanted 100%. to screw with each other. We were like, we're in this no. for one, one reason and one reason only. This is a it totally separate to show, but the day they made porn easy to find, that's the day they ruined everything for everybody. I mean, it, I, once, I, when I, it was hard, you no pun yeah, intended. Josh, regardless, oh, okay. and I feel like Johnny Lawrence would have told you that in this show. Had there been like a Johnny Lawrence podcast, I'd listen to it, right? And his. <laughs> And his podcast, okay. you know, like the Eagle Fang cast, he'd probably start in karate and then go off on a tangent about babes and Coors Banquet beer or whatever. Uh, which, by the way, that that scene where they're like, yeah, this beer's like two bucks, right? And he's like, how much do I owe you? And it was, the beer was $2 at the bar. That was awesome. Just to show how cheap that Coors Banquet beer is. But another thing is awesome. Amanda LaRusso. I love uh, her so much. Yeah. I love that she had more to do this season. I love that it's like she's getting precariously involved in everything. And I'm just like, oh, no. Because if you remember season one, like she's the one offering Robbie a job. She's out here offering all these Cobra Kai kids job throughout, jobs throughout the show. <laughs> We're going to see her fight one day. And I can't LinkedIn. fucking wait. It might be yeah. season five. It might be season six. But I need to see her be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I got to get involved in this karate shit. <laughs> Her I love walking. It. I was gonna say her walking up to Tori before the turn, oh before the final match. Uh, like you, I couldn't help but be like, "This is absurd." <laughs> like, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> in what world would like? I, if I were Tori, I'm like, "What do you? I'm about to fight. What do you? Who let you back here?" <laughs> like, people are just walking backstage, like all willy nilly. It's, no, it's high school crazy. karate. Like, yeah, it's, at like a, like, it's at a convention center. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I mean, like, listen, I've done, I've done a handful of competitions before, and it's chaos. Nobody, don't you don't have to clap for me, oh. uh, Josh. It's okay. <laughs> no, I've never, I've never won one. It's never, it's oh, not like okay, a thing okay. that I've actually won. But like, yeah. you have to understand, it's usually at a JC or a high school someplace. Uh -huh. The promotion just rented the space for like the day or two to make it happen, and anyone can go literally anywhere. There's no guards. They're not They're not spending extra time and money guarding the backstage. There's no backstage. I changed like under the bleachers one time at a competition just because I was like, this is not a very organized thing. So the fact that they have like actually leaderboards at all, like that's that's the most important thing to me. That that's, that that blows me away. They have the graphic department uh, as far as like what the All Valley spends all their money on. Yeah. Carrie Underwood and that giant board of dude. I mean, it's it's incredible. Unbelievable. So unbelievable. Crazy thing I know a couple of you guys know already in the All Valley Championship 2022. When you see all the different team names on the thing, there's the the men on the left and the women on the right. Three of the women team names are named after our boys from RKG, Nick, formerly that. of IGN UK. Yeah, I love that. Daniel love Krupa, Gav Murphy, Rory Powers. Like, motherfuckers are in the, in the show. I've never been more jealous of people I know <laughs> in my entire life. That is the coolest thing ever. Just their names, but that's amazing. It's, it's awesome that they're that. So damn cool. It, what what a tournament, too. Like, I was going to say, Tim. The entire time. We get two whole episodes that are just tournament man when and episode nine started fighting. i was like we're here we're fucking here doing and we're gonna it. see it all they got weapons now they're doing all shit i'm like oh, we're in so for a cool. treat i love the outcomes i loved seeing each type of rivalry and all that stuff i feel like every single matchup didn't go exactly how i thought it would which no. was, was kind of fun the fact <laughs> like first off i mean we'll take a match by match when we get to that episode synopsis but i want to dial it back to the episode where it's 
like we talked about originally how the karate was only important to like the Miyagi Do, like it's a Daniel and Mr. Miyagi and to Cobra Kai. Everyone else in the valley, yeah, there were other dojos, but it was there wasn't a really big deal to the quote unquote the valley, right? Catch up to season four that we're on right now, and the committee of people have like realized that this is like their chance to like make it and and get fame out of this. So they're like blowing it out of the fucking water and it's making all of the hype real. So now like karate in the Valley is a real thing now. And it's like gangs are fighting and it's like legendary and all this shit. And these guys are like, we're in, we're full buy-in. I love like, that. In real life, which I mean, I live here, so I, I don't know, but it, I, I wonder, if, <laughs> I, I swear, but I wonder, like, when my daughter's old enough, would she, like, does, oh, does the kids in her school all do karate? Right? Is, like, have, like, have people moved to the valley to just start no, dojos? I don't, I don't okay. think that the valley, I mean, there's a lot of great martial arts uh, studio, like, a lot of MMA and, like, a lot of great jujitsu yeah. gyms in, in the, L, the greater LA area, okay. but, like... I've only I, actually no. I take that back. I was gonna say kids don't do karate anymore, but kid they actually do do make the kids do karate because it teaches them a little bit of like discipline and how to like follow orders and instructions and it's fun for yeah. them. Um, so you could do that. I had a lot of friends that did taekwondo growing up, and that was that gives you a lot of good flexibility. But but before we move on. Let me tell you about our sponsors. Guess what I use all the time, ladies and gentlemen? DoorDash. That's right. I come down here. I record the shows. I come upstairs. Jen's taking care of our newborn. Is a three-month-old? Our three-month-old. And guess what? We're both too tired to make food, so we order on DoorDash. We do it all the time, and you should, too. You've got back-to-back meetings, errands to run, and chores to take care of. What's the secret to clearing your to-do list? A little help from DoorDash. Along with the restaurants you love, you can now get groceries and other essential items delivered to your door with DoorDash. Get drinks, snacks, and other household items in under an hour. With over 300,000 partners, you can support your neighborhood go-tos. Choose from your favorite national chains like Popeye's, Chipotle, and Cheesecake Factory. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when they download, that's you, download the DoorDash app and enter the code GAMES2021. That's 25% off, up to a $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code GAMES2021. Don't forget that that code is GAMES2021 for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change. Terms apply. Kick off 2022 with a better checking account with no monthly fees, no overdraft fees, no foreign transaction fees, and no service fees. Get all that and then some with Chime, an award-winning app and debit card. They've also got over 60,000 fee-free in-network ATMs all over the place, like at most Walgreens, 7-Elevens, or CVSs. You can access your money when you need it, where you need it. Make sure you make the first good decision of the new year and join over 10 million people using Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com slash KF Games. That's Chime.com slash KF Games. Bank services provided by and debit card issued by Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members, FDIC. Get free, free transactions at a Money Pass ATM in a 7-Eleven location and at any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Otherwise, out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Sometimes pay anyone instant transfers can be delayed. The recipient must use a valid debit card or be a Chime member to claim funds. 
Relationships aren't perfect, and MeUndies is celebrating our imperfectly perfect matches with their new Valentine's Day collection. I don't have to read the ad anymore. I can just tell you I'm wearing MeUndies, ladies and gentlemen. Always have been, always will. You know, not always, I guess. But what happened is I had a bunch of underwear I didn't like that much, and then I tried a couple pairs of MeUndies, and I was like, these are amazing. And I ordered a whole bunch of MeUndies, and now it's all I wear. And I am due for more. Maybe I'll do it here. Back to the ad. Gifting underwear for Valentine's Day? Wow, real groundbreaking. Express your one-of-a-kind relationship when you match your bottom half to your better half in fun limited edition prints. And if you're single, don't worry. You can mingle in matching pairs with your friends or even get dog hoodies and buddy bands to match your four-legged pal. MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For a limited time, only get 25% off your first order of matching pairs for Valentine's Day. And... As a first-time purchaser, you can also get 15% off in free shipping right now to your door. To get 25% off matching pairs, 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. That's MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. Now that we're back, it's going to be a a very rough thing here, but we're just going to cover the plot in kind of broad strokes. Nick, you want to start that off? Yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, this is the plot of the newest season of Cobra Kai. Uh, I'm not. I, this is not my writing, by the way. I should preface. I'm just pulling these kind of plot synopses from Wikipedia because it's a uh, it's a little too much writing for Big Old Nick to do. And also, and this one, I just wanted to enjoy and take it. And we kick it off with an episode called "Way to Let's Show Your Begin. Laziness There, Bud." <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to do a synopsis for ten episodes? <laughs> no, but also for you didn't have to tell anybody co- that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. It's like, hey, are you ready for the All Valley? Totally. Just read a Cliff Notes on how to kick people out. Let's go. Listen, Josh. I, listen, the internet knows all. If I tried to pass this uh, this arguably pretty good work off as my own, people were like, that's too well written. You can't. And then they'd be like, He's, he just read that word from word uh, from Wikipedia while also putting a little bit of his spice in there. But let's kick it off, ladies and gentlemen. Let's, let's Nick, all try to it. guess what's Nick's spice versus yeah. what's written <laughs> on the page. I dare you. I dare you. Because I want Andy... I'm going to weave this in. Just okay. You're not even going to know. You're not going to see oh, wow. it coming, my friend. It'll be seamless, as they tapestry? say in the seams. There's a uh, 10. It's just going to be like a normal synopsis and then like a Starbucks joke and then a dick joke. And I'm going to go, oh, those are Nicks. Sip a Diet Coke. We kick it off with an episode called Let's Begin. And we catch up with the guys. Obviously, they've been challenged to the All Valley and they have to try to work together. So Eagle Fang and Miyagi-Do begin training together in an effort to beat the Cobra Kai. Uh, but of course, we were, we, that, that old rivalry, the Danny and uh, Daniel and, and Johnny LaRusso ways are just clashing here. Uh, we all know what they have to do. They have to find a John way to work Lawrence. together. Johnny John. Lawrence, Daniel LaRusso. That oh, was a Nick Spice, oh, Tim. Write that. Check that off. <laughs> check that off. Thanks, oh, They say Daniel and Johnny. Sorry. It was all right. Anyway, Carmen finds out that Johnny uh, hung out with Allie in the last season, uh, and she tells him she wants to pump the brakes a little bit. Uh, meanwhile, Kreese calls Terry, and at first, Terry just hangs up on him, and you're Dude. like, oh, my God, if that's going to be it, that'd be amazing. It's the He's playing the piano, right? Yeah. <laughs> appreciate that our first time we we at end of season three we see crease making the phone call and what is terry fucking silver doing he's playing the piano and it's like the same music that was playing in karate kid three it went at his fucking crazy ass mansion like remember his mansion and him in his bubble bath like it was insane yeah. oh. and he's on that the old phone the old cellular phone just <laughs> calling borneo and be like good luck with the pollution <laughs> and then he invites fucking mike barnes to sleep at his house yeah. <laughs> it's 
bizarre. Uh, of course, he doesn't stop there. Ter- uh, he goes over to talk to Terry, and Terry's living the life, man. He's living that yoga, sweet life, meditating and all that jazz. And Terry's like, this isn't you, man. And someone makes fun of your, your little karate thing and creases. Like, I want to tear this fucking dude's face off right in front of him. I even saved so his like, ass and now I'm... He's like, how badly did you want to snap that dude's throat? <laughs> we, we made fun of karate, and Terry's like, ah, I, I, I'm not, you know, I'm fine. And he's like, yeah, you're not fucking fine, bro. We're going to go kick that guy's ass right now. Uh, Daniel proposes uh, to Johnny that Eagle Fang should integrate into Miyagi-Do, but Johnny disagrees because the two, uh, to agree, they agreed to two dojos. Uh, they're going to split it right down the center. Of course, I'm just like, why don't you guys just teach two classes a day? Daniel, you teach one. Johnny, you teach the other. One's defense, one offense. It's not that freaking hard. You guys it's don't have to teach together. Yeah. What a yeah. simple really solution. Easy. What a simple, <laughs> solid solution. Not that hard, Daniel. You Again. get an hour and a half with the kids. The other, the, Johnny, you get an hour and a half with the kids, and it's it's pretty easy. Again, the whole time I'm watching with my dad, I'm like, uh, like just like what we mentioned in the other review, like, man, if they just talk to each other. <laughs> they just talk I mean, they try, other. and to be fair, it's like they i think I, they do talk more in this in these in this season than they did prior oh and not they, not just them just anybody in the yeah, show anyone. it's like <laughs> yeah if there was just a like just a line of communication a lot of what lot they of tell you about fun. marriage is true in all things andy it's uh communication very important mm-hmm. you know very, very important. uh you know because <laughs> tim knows uh mm-hmm. it's you know what what <laughs> what's crazy is that there's a point in the show and maybe you haven't got that to their nick yet just in the synopsis i haven't gotten your spice just yet but you think that that eagle fang and miyagi do like you have your montage you have your unity montage you have your apollo creed rocky three moment and then that doesn't happen correct yeah you're right tim they did it's a great movie solid a lot of balls in the shallow part of the ocean uh, we also get we catch up with Hawk, who is now trying to train uh, with. <laughs> Wait, what? Balls. A lot of balls in the ocean. Yeah, you know Rocky Three. They're like they focus the camera a lot on their junk as they're running through the shallow part of the ocean. Yeah, it's oh. like Kevin. It's very yeah. much like the guy. So like, just the exactly what you like, said. Yes. <laughs> the cinematographer was like was like I'm just going to shoot him from basically the mid thigh to the. Um, yeah. To basically the belly button, and the director was like, "I don't know if we need this much footage <laughs> <laughs> that particular angle." And he's like, "No, no, no, trust me, you're gonna want it." And he was right. They, they went to the dailies, is what happened. It's sort of like in Labyrinth, is they were just showing <laughs> David Bowie from the waist up, and they were like, "Listen, we need to see more of David Bowie's." I mean, it's a dick bulge, is what it's it a is. Massive. It is same thing. So massive. Is that is that then Stallone went to the dailies? He's like. Hey, it's good. We just didn't see enough balls. So I throw it in there. And Creed and Carl Weathers was like, I got a big, it's huge. Just show it. Just show it to everybody. <laughs> Boom. Uh, anyway, back to Hawk. Sorry. Uh, on this, uh, Hawk decides he wants to fight for Eagle Fang and, and he wants to fight with this crew, but they're not accepting him because he was a dick uh, for the last couple seasons to them. Uh, and he was like, listen, words, I think Daniel has a great part, or Johnny's like, you know, words are cheap, you know, actions, everything. And so he grabs a sledgehammer. You're like, oh shit, he's going to go bang up the dojo again and destroy it. But no, he's knocking down fences literally and metaphorically uh, because there's a whole little back area that they could use to extend the dojo so that everyone wouldn't be on top of each other. And I love like, that in Southern oh, California, there's so much property that you can just fence off part of it and nobody would ever look at that property. <laughs> I would never look at that. It's completely ridiculous. I love that at some point in this conversation uh, with Miyagi-Do and Eagle Fang, they're kind of catching viewers up a little bit and just giving some reminders. And what the line said was, a small boy was thrown through a window. Yeah, that's <laughs> so That's what happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, of course, or, then. 
by the end of the episode, Terry does in fact come back because Crease uh, has successfully guilted him into uh, telling him he owes him, and that this is where uh, Terry belongs. They have to quote finish what they started. <laughs> is this the part where he just kicks that gi- that wine bottle? Yeah, the wall, yeah. Like, he's yeah. like, oh, okay, I guess it's just always in you. And anytime you see an object, Joey, let me tell you, as somebody that owns a large wine cellar, um, mm-hmm. when I see a barrel and a bottle on top of it my immediate mm-hmm. thought is and tim knows we've been wine tasting together before you kick it off a barrel you gotta kick it off that's where the tornado nick kicked in, the cap off of a water bottle in the studio with his that bare was, feet kevin if you could find that footage that would be incredible that was really yeah, impressive it, nick scarpino <laughs> your stand-up is okay your kicks <laughs> i mean technically speaking that is that's some sp- oh. oh there you go uh, episode two, first learn stand, uh, Kenny Payne, a new student at school prepares for his first day. And this kid is just the most charming, innocent. I love the ever. intro for him. Sweet kid. Really and nice. Kid. I gotta be honest. I, I know that most children these days of the high school persuasion are assholes, but I hope to God that if I were in high school with this kid and I saw him dancing the way he is when, when the bus approaches, I would just be like, this guy's an inspiration. This guy's yeah. just all things positive. I want to be his friend. But no, that piece of shit Paisano, Anthony LaRusso, and his shitty redheaded friend, it's always oh. those kids. It's always the little kids <laughs> that oh. get all pissed off in the yeah. complex. They got to yeah. give him shit for dancing, and they don't. Ginger Napoleon. Yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> Daniel and Johnny agree uh, to each take a day of training for each other uh, to better understand each other's style. Uh, Amanda visits Tori at work. And, man, what an inappropriate thing for a mother to do. Unbelievable. And I love that, like, to this show's credit, whatever – I mean, Tim mentioned it earlier. Whatever we're thinking, they eventually address is that she immediately regrets this. She's like, oh, my God, I just got a high school student fired from her job, and I just intimidated <laughs> her because rightfully so. I mean, she kind of did destroy your house and throw a kid through a window. But nevertheless, you are the adult here. You're the one I mean, that's supposed dude, to be the one thing know, that... learning. Go ahead, Tim. She's like the one character throughout the entire series that has always kind of been played as the straight man. She's always the one that's like, this is about she's karate. Us. Like, she's the viewer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I do love that she's just being corrupted. And like every season gives her a couple moments where it's like she's making bad calls, like going, getting this high school kid fired. Like it's okay. just ridiculous. But it also, it's well written enough that I'm like, I, I don't think that it's out of the realm of reality that she okay. would do this because of what Nick just said. Like this girl not only caused a fight in her house, this girl also pulled like spiked brass knuckles out on her daughter <laughs> she threatened to like really to harm her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you um, something and i know i go tangentially sometimes and i apologize but my parents were very protective of our home in high school right and they had we had a, had a nice house my parents were very but guess who wasn't numb nuts over here okay and i had a lot of high school parties now did any of those high school parties get out of control no have some kid got thrown through a window. My parents would have tracked any person involved with them and considered legal recourse. And when I can't consider, I mean, hire a lawyer, put them on retainer, and make sure that every person involved for damaging the property of our home is brought to legal justice. Just wait, like wait, Steven wait Seagal and Out for Justice. You're exactly. saying not one of your parties got out of hand. I don't know that I believe that, sir. Kevin, <laughs> look at his face. Look at his face. <laughs> That's a great plan, Kevin. All right, one one time, one time it got out of control, and it was a barbecue, 
So it wasn't really a party. <laughs> the thing is, this, though, they, they do explain it to some degree where she's like, I do, I want to call the cops. Are you sure we shouldn't call the cops? And Daniel's like, no, we're going to settle this the at the All Valley. And that's how it's going to go. And I, they, But they do do a good job of, I Dude, mean, on with good the job. plot. But they kind of do a good enough job of of being like, no, this is what these these kids have agreed to this. Like, they're, they're, everyone's agreed to this. This is the plan. Nobody needs to be arrested because they're, in fact, high school kids. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's just funny that the adults are like, like that they uh, the adults just agree to it. Like, oh, I'm you're right. You. It just should just be settled on the even playing field of karate. Not it's like on top normal. Of that too. It's like if you remember when like because this season doesn't really get into this shit that much. But like the reason that this is all even happening to begin with is that like. Chris was very violent with Daniel and, and Johnny at the end of the last season, like yeah. to the yeah. point of near death. And it, then all of a sudden they just came up with this deal. And it's just like, yo, we're dealing, we're out of our league at this point. And they're just like, nah, 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 it's karate guys. It's karate. <laughs> just so we're aware, uh, Chris is 100% a sociopath. And in this season, he becomes like a little bit less sociopath. It's still in there. Well, but it, it, a it just comparatively. <laughs> Thank you, Joey. Well said. Well, there's well that moment, there was that moment where he realizes he's created the monster that is Terry Silva, and he's yeah. like, oh, "Shit, I've gone too far on this. Like, there's no pulling Terry back." And it's yeah, like we for him. we've never had a situation throughout the show where somebody does something extreme because throughout the whole show, there's always somebody. There's always a immediately you know LaRusso, uh, the young LaRusso kid is kind of regretting the way they're treating this new kid and they they all want to fuck with him but then they'll they'll cut to his face and he'll show visible discomfort in what they're doing and as soon as Terry Silver does something you got we haven't seen it ever in this show but yeah. we finally get the glimpse of Crease being like oh this is a little too far for me yeah, guys I like the this edge. they got to create some sort of tension between the two bad guys and you start to sort of see that whittle down and get more and more uh, intense as the season goes on. Andy, well, you know, it's, it's Shawn Michaels and Triple H and DX, man, yes, where it's like yes. they're, they're, they're both the most badass motherfuckers ever. But it's like, but who's more bad? Yeah. And who wants to be more? I love it, man. Uh, I'm trying Kreese. to think of a reference because I don't know anything about wrestling, but I trust you, Tim. Oh, I, I love it. it. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Robbie and Kreese continue training the other Cobra Kai students uh, in Miyagi-Do, but with their own twist. Uh, Robbie Keane, by the way, really great performance this whole season. I thought he was I, I like that kid a lot. Mm -hmm. Great I actor. Thought, I thought Miguel had some banger moments, too. too. Like, oh, there's, Miguel. There's I mean, we knew that already, yeah. but I don't think Robbie Keane was given, you know, like he was just constantly kind of whatever. But this season, I liked him. He did. He's all that, and was like, "Oof, that did not I go." Well. I need to really need to double down on Cobra yeah, Kai. This, this is gonna be my my meat and potatoes. Yeah, I uh, should have just done that movie on TikTok. Anyway. <laughs> Kenny's classmates, uh, Anthony and the, the kids, trick him into playing in, into coming into the park, and that whole scene is just it just guts you because you're like, "Oh, he's got oh. a friend, and she's the, you know from the gym class, and he's she's in into cosplay, him, and they're oh. playing they're like vibing." Um, and this kid's just too innocent to know that these other kids are screwing with him. And then, of course, he goes to cosplay and they try to beat him up. And then it's that we get an interesting scene here, right? Where they're like, come on, Anthony, like show him some of that Miyagi Do karate. And Anthony doesn't know it. And they don't know that he doesn't know it. So he's all of his insecurities kind of come out in this moment, which kind of explains a little bit why he's being a dick to this kid, because he knows he doesn't have the stuff. And he kind of strikes the pose and just doesn't get it done. And then Kenny ends up uh, having to hide in a dumpster, unfortunately, which is really, really sad. Uh, and thus cements his full journey back to full bullydom. 
uh, and the cycle of bullying violence continues. Crease uh, uh, confronts Amanda in a grocery store, making her feel sorry for Tori, as she should. It was a terrible thing to do. Uh, Daniel's Eagle Fang training leads him to fight with the hockey players. So this is the episode where they trade, right? Where where Johnny <laughs> has to Johnny has to find balance, and Daniel has to find aggression. And yeah. I love he was like he was he he tells him they're sitting there, and he tells him like. You know, Mr. Miyagi would tell you like fighting is not the only answer. Like the best, the best defense is just not to be there when when the punch comes, right? In general, or you know, metaphorically yeah. speaking, just don't get into a fight in the beginning, and that's the best right. defense, right? And yeah. so when he beats the shit of the hockey players, and Johnny comes around the corner, he's like, "Where, where were you?" He's like, "He's no like, be there, don't no be, be there, there. <laughs> don't be there," and then keeps walking. Pretty Dude, funny. The, that that was really funny, and and also builds into the themes of the the whole season and stuff. But uh, opening the episode with johnny kind of doing the miyagi montage and it actually just being the same montage from the karate kid movie with the same music all the same things and god i don't know how we've just went 40 minutes without mentioning flashbacks and slow-mo because if there's one thing this show does a lot is is that and my god if there's ever a reference don't worry don't worry. There's nothing you're missing. They're going to let no. you know. They're going to let you know. Listen. This is a reference to that thing. And I just love I it think... because they commit so hard that it like it does that thing where it just pushes through where it's like kind of like the rules of three of comedy shit where it's like, okay, the first time was pretty funny. Second time, I don't know so much. Third time, you brought it back with flashbacks. <laughs> it's like the rule of 3000 instead. <laughs> and like, it just, yeah, it hits a point that it's just every time they do it, I just get more and more excited. Oh I God. am. I am under the impression that they're going to continue to this show to flashback to every moment of every karate kid yeah, like they're good. gonna get to every moment in every karate kid eventually because thank you tim i'll tell you well, one thing right now when you start hearing the music the training Ooh. music i start crying every it's single good time. man every single time that happens it kicks in that like soft like flute pan flute music and they're like doing slow and then you see cobra Kai, like, rah, rah, rah. so good uh, Amanda buys Tori some groceries, but Tori rejects them over at the car dealership. And I that love that grocery now- store was the worst staged grocery store. <laughs> it's I've ever so seen. bad. <laughs> oh. It was like, all right, put fruit here, and then we're only going to shoot from like right here. Yeah, and that's it. It looked. You know- it's so. <laughs> you don't think they walked into a Whole Foods and were like, "We're just gonna steal this shot." Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do love that everyone at the car dealership is like is aware of the karate. Uh, shit and what's going on and they don't want any part of it like that guy's like I don't want to be a part of this karate rivalry anymore like leave me out of this I love those guys I love how like they, they're the perfect bit players where it's yeah, like they had enough to do in the previous season so them showing up and just being peppered throughout this every time made me laugh yeah Can I feel you- the same way about uh the older guy for Cobra Kai oh Stingray name? Stingray yeah. where it's like I feel like this season I was like, I wanted just a little bit more of him, but I'm glad that we got any of him. No, and Stingray was appropriately used in this guy. God bless that actor. He's hilarious. Nick, you should be Stingray so for funny. Halloween. I know you're not as chubby as him, but you got a long enough beard that you could grow that little like uh, you know braid what, Josh, thing out. By by braid Halloween, thing. I probably will be as chubby as him. Uh, <laughs> but I could always just glue that that thing on. I can borrow some of Andy's hair and just glue it on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Got that healthy uh, head of hair. Kenny goes looking for help, and who should he visit but his older brother Sean? Who was in juvenile detention? Cool He's like, I twist. need some help. Like, cool and he goes, Great I might twist, know Andy. a guy. Yeah. And it goes to Robbie. And I'm like, oh, that's so sad because all he had to do was go ask other kids and go to Miyagi Do, and they could have settled it right there. Miyagi. No. How many times do we have to tell you this? Andy and I have been thinking about this for almost a year. Miyagi, not Miyagi. 
I'm sorry, I'm pronouncing it the Italian way, like Daniel Russo pronounced it for the first <laughs> three movies. It's the Biagi. <laughs> <laughs> when am I going to get a scooter? <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> he said Biagi like twice or three times in part one. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh god! Uh, but I also week. earlier, uh, Makuga was talking about how uh, they just have lines that explain away, or not even explain away, just reference the fact that they know that they're dealing with some ridiculous past shit. But yeah. I love that Daniel Russo was like, I, I forget the context of when he said it and who, but it was in this episode. He's talking. He's like, Yeah, yeah. So you know, I blew all the money. Like I had money. Oh, I yeah, go to on the bonsai store. I was, I was going to go to college, <laughs> but I blew all my money going to Japan, and I went last minute. Like literally, I bought a ticket day of, and it was for me and mr miyagi so we did that then i didn't have money but then we started a store and then i really didn't have money <laughs> I what's, love what's great is that like during that re- review and we're not the only ones who noticed this but like uh, that was something i one of us brought up at least of like mm-hmm. man can you imagine how expensive a last second international flight to japan like who the day fuck of, just afford that day thing? of flight day of to japan so perfect would have been like yeah. five grand back it's then. so perfect that they Which point out thirty thousand yeah. dollars yeah they absolutely will just point out like yeah that is pretty wild <laughs> like that is a <laughs> yeah. really expensive thing for a kid to do well i love that because that that actually is in the next episode right so they all sit around the table uh this is the dinner scene carmen has a great scene which is like I, I really like seeing these two together and i do too of course you love seeing anytime mm-hmm. daniel and johnny uh, share share the screen together um uh, uh, and uh, they talk about how Sam might go to college and yada, yada, yada. But she's looking at this and that. And Miguel realizes maybe that's not going to be his path, uh, given his family background and their financial situation. And then, and then, yeah, I mean, Daniel kind of lays it out for him. He's like, Dude, I didn't go to college. Like, I spent all my money on a first class, like a, a ticket to freaking Japan. And then when I got back, I spent the rest of it on a failed bonsai shop. And he's like, wow. And he goes, you know, it's, it's a lesson learned. Like, everyone's path is different. You have to find yours. You'll find yours. You're a good person. And that's really, really good. But of course, this puts the rift, this starts another rift between Daniel and Johnny because Johnny really Ooh. is trying to be Miguel's surrogate father here. Which, uh, uh, just jumping ahead, I, I just yeah. want to say now, oh, it's just like scene. the scene, yeah. man. The scene. Oh, it's uh, just such a heartbreaker. And like uh, they played it off so perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, continue. Uh, Kenny goes to visit. Uh, oh, and this is the episode also where Daniel and Johnny decide to trade students for the day to, to train them differently. Uh, Kenny goes to visit Cobra Kai, but Chris rejects him as a student, saying he's too weak. Uh, Carmen has trouble with her car, and Daniel offers to, to have it towed and fixed. Uh, Terry visits Chris and blames him for disturbing his peace. Uh, although initially saying he was too busy, uh, Robbie agrees to teach Kenny some karate to help him defend himself by using his, his speed as a strength. Uh, of course, he uses that to get right back in there. Terry reflects on each Cobra Kai, uh, reflects on early Cobra Kai days with Kreese following their time in the military together. And we get some more of that background. Johnny <laughs> informs Carmen These that he, fl- the flashbacks are intense. The military well, and, ones? Yeah. And the fact that, like, it just makes me think about the fact that they pl- they had that whole third movie where they tried to convince us that Terry Silver and Kreese were the same age. And yeah. we were like, yeah totally and mm-hmm. like it makes it is not as obvious i think in this season because they're all old they're both older and have silver hair and gray hair yeah but i just can't believe they tried to convince us of that i mean so joey long. again yeah. everyone in this show 
is the same age. Yeah. No matter what <laughs> character they're playing, from basically any adult, anyone that's not in high school is probably the same age as everyone else. Well, with that, though, I really appreciate that this season kind of blew open the lore a little more. We're starting to get into middle school mm-hmm. territories now. Oh, yeah. like, there's yeah. a whole new world that they're starting to, to build up, well, the I younglings. Mean, listen, this... This is a very important thing you've touched on, Tim, because this show can't uh, any any show based around people in high school can't go on forever inherently. Right. Unless you do one of two things, you either take it to the college years or you introduce new cast members. And now they're introducing new cast members to the high school years. Well, Nick, there's an inherent problem to what you just said. You're right. Well, that is usually the thing. Right. We're cool. We just go to college or whatever. But you know what you can't do? Hmm. Unless you're Cobra, or, yeah, the show Cobra Kai, you figure out a fucking reason to make this work. But you can't have people over 18 join the, the All Valley, Valley Under 18, 18 Karate Tournament. That's so why when you they're notice, up against something. They're going to expand <laughs> it to 21. That's why you notice. I mean, yeah, of course they will. But it was so funny. Or, was... like we know, the, the Karate Kid, the next generation, Anthony LaRusso, and the next generation. That's what I'm saying. I think they'll pass the. I think they'll pass the baton. But yeah. what I thought was interesting was I was like, "How old are these kids?" And then they make a point in one of the later episodes of being like, "They're going to the junior prom." Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. the senior prom, prom. It's the junior yeah. prom. So they're all under 18. I was like, "We didn't have a At least one more prom season. in Riverside, yeah. California." Four I'm seasons like, of Cobra prom. Kai, and we make it to junior prom. There's some oh, yeah. funky so numbers funny. there. But... Well, the first three seasons, Joey, were like two months. <laughs> it's true. True. Also, Joey, uh, just keep in mind, Karate Kid 1, 2, and 3 all happen so close together. It's like, like, a, it's like a summertime. It's year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forget that that was yeah, a summer Yeah, it's only a year. Yeah. Let yeah, me tell uh, you, as somebody that's been trying to break boards and things with his fists since he was a little kid, the fact that they introduced that they have to do a skills competition and the tournament's in six weeks, I don't know, guys. Yeah, but they're all, start, they're all starting from ground zero, right? Because Cobra right. Kai doesn't train skills either. So it's all kind of equal. Although I yeah. think they should have gotten schooled by some of the other dojos. Uh, Johnny informs Carmen that he doesn't want to take it slow. It's a very endearing scene. Kenny visits the Cobra Kai dojo once more and finally convinces Creed to allow him to train. How does he do that? With a sucker punch. He just he just <laughs> punches that kid right in the face. And he's like, oh. And by the way, I, I forget the actor's name, but I, I love this guy. The guy that's like, um, oh, fuck, I got to find it. The guy he has to fight in this. Who was just sort oh, of the, the asshole yeah. of Cobra Kai. The yeah. super jock oh, guy. He, he super is, Freddy I mean, he's been here since season one, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he was yeah. one of the original bully kids to Miguel. And then the fact that he showed up at the end of season three, walking into Cobra Kai, and it was like, oh, shit, Cobra Kai now has a bunch of badasses. Mm-hmm. I love that for as much nuance as the show sometimes can have, him and his boys are just pure evil. He's like there evil. is nothing redeeming about that. And I'm sure three seasons later, we're going to get some backstory on him. That's going to try to change all that. But like, I just love that. They're like, no, they are straight up eighties Cobra Kai. Tyler. His name is jo- his actor's name Kyler. is Joe Sayo, but the character's name is Kyler. Kyler, which is like what Kyler. a perfect name for that character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely such a, a shithead name. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they could make it all the way to Tyler. To the- they stopped at K. If you're listening to this and your name's Kyler, you're the exception. Uh, let's see. Kenny visits. Here. Okay. And the next episode, Bicep Holly, I think is what it's called. Bicep Holly. It doesn't matter. Johnny gets frustrated at Daniel. And uh, when he and Miguel begin to get closer, Kenny's middle school gets tougher. Uh, gets a tour of the high school where he runs into some Yagi-Do and Eagle Fang students in the bathroom encouraging him to leave Cobra Kai. And again, this was a moment of teaching moment. They're going to be like, oh, man, you're too young for that. You should come over to our... No, but they were dicks to him, of course. And it's like, well, this is the problem. No, we're just communicating. Uh, uh, Nick, it's gang warfare at this point. It's true. (laughs) It's true. 
Uh, Kreese introduces his students to Terry, informing them that he will be joining the dojo hey, as... Have Rose you guys Rose. seen the newest no. edition? Rose. Speaking of middle school, the newest karate kid herself, she's getting... Hi-ya! 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 <laughs> I can't handle it. I can't handle it. She's getting good at kicking. Sorry, I can't Amanda wait till we can get her one of those really cool sleeveless geese. Oh, oh. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me ask you this question, Andy. When the when the tournament started, and Miyagi Do comes out, and they've got the traditional white geese with the black belts and a little pop of orange in the collar, and you're thinking, okay, that's pretty cool. And then of course Cobra Kai comes out in the traditional uh, black with gold geese sleeveless. Was part of you like, I hope Eagle Fang is wearing a red gi? Yes, because yes. it was for me. And when they came out in the red gi with the black strap, I was like, Boom. "Just a single one white stripe, perfection." So, or perfection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that single stripe was so cool. So looking, cool. Dude. Was... All right, she's going back to training. See you guys. Bye bye. Bye bye, bye. bye Rosie. <laughs> she's so cute. Paula, yeah. Paula was so like befuddled with the uh, all the new people, like the uh, the new girl for Cobra Kai. No, uh, Eagle Fang being a black belt. She's like, "How is she a black belt?" I was like, "Maybe it's a show." <laughs> She's like, no, you have to train longer than that. I was like, I know. Oh, way sweet. longer. Yeah, See, I love that character. Now we're getting into the meat of it, Kevin. You can't mm. learn karate just by watching someone do karate through glass and mirror it. Right? <laughs> it just wouldn't have fucking I mean, you worked. can read it from a book, The though, right? basis of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie, is completely flawed. Okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see if we go back to it. Uh, Chris introduces his students to Terry, informing them that he'll be the new sensei. Carmen wants to tell Miguel about their relationship with Johnny, but he, but he disagrees. He wants to wait for the right time. He tells Johnny to let Miguel know when he is ready. Uh, Tori begins her new job at, at what we think is strip club. an adult Yo. entertainment club. This was a lot to handle. Yeah, that guy knows. We got gone, got so hard. Yeah, and that's the thing is like, they got us all. I, like, all I mean, of it us is San Fernando Valley. You figure it's a strip club. I don't we're know. We're this and we're all like, they're high school students. What the fuck are they doing? Are they committing to this? And then it's the best reveal, man. Best yeah. reveal. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, yeah, they just do a great job of setting up that she is low on dark. money and she has a she just got fired. But also, like, when I'm watching that, I think, oh, well, she's probably 18. She's a senior in high school or something. I, I kind of just like, lost track thing, of their maybe. ages. So, yeah. like, I just thought, oh, wow, they're really making her work at a strip club i wonder what the because she mentioned her boss being super creepy and stuff and mm -hmm. wow they got us good dude yeah. <laughs> as somebody that. that's been to a lot of like kids birthday parties in the last oh. few years because all of my friends are having kids every time those those princesses show up in like you know a mini cooper and they're like oh don't <laughs> let any of the kids near us we can't let them see us get out of our car i'm like how do you get here? What? Uh, never mind. Like it is, it is some kind of economy that I don't want to know anything about. Uh, Robbie provides Kenny with some additional one-on-one -on -one training, but they are interrupted by Terry, who insists, uh, who inspires Robbie. Uh, Johnny contemplates how to break the news to Miguel and has flashbacks to a similar situation from his childhood when his mom came home and told her that everything's going to be okay. And he's like, what the heck? And he had all the stuff. It was a really sad scene where she's like, you kept all this shit from your father. He left us. Give it to me. And she like throws it all out. Including uh, also, a beer can, which is like the most ridiculously over the top backstory for Johnny Lawrence we could possibly <laughs> get. Yeah, like, it reminds so me perfect. of like the most stupid. Like It's the opposite. We talk shit about Han Solo of, of Solo, a Star Wars story of like, we didn't need to know how he got his name in this. We absolutely needed to know that why he's obsessed with Coors Banquet. And thank you guys yep. for having that, that be the sense. reason. <laughs> it makes sense. Well said, Tim. Well said. 
Um, let's see. Daniel teaches Miguel how to drive, which is a big no-no because it's like, oh my god, you're not his dad. Uh, Amanda and Sam attend a party at the same venue where Tori works, prompting her to quit. Uh, this is a horrible scene. It's really sad because Sam's kind of a she's mean in in this one, and Tori's just trying yeah. to get her job done, and then Sam makes her glitter bomb them, and it's like really it's just being shitty to her the whole way across. And it's like I get it. She put some scars on you, and you guys got in a fight, but you have to recognize you're complicit in this thing too. Uh, Robbie confronts Johnny about Kenny, uh, and the conversation quickly turns personal. Uh, I don't remember what that's in reference to, but when Cobra Kai, Miyagi-Do, and Eagle Fane students all attend the same drive-in theater, a fight mm. almost breaks out. Mm. Watching Bloodsport. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah! Hell yeah. The Kumite. The Kumite. Have and you guys done no. an interview of Bloodsport? And if we you have. haven't, can I be on it? Oh, you no, have? We, okay. we, no, we did a movie night with, for Bloodsport. Mike did Oof. not particularly care for it, but... Who it did fun. it? Mike Howard did Snow not Bike understand Mike? it. Well, it's not a great movie, I will say. We, we, <laughs> We're not we, getting into this right now. No, all right, sorry. Josh, we love Bloodsport, but... It's when, no Demolition Man. In compare, no, compared not. to like Demolition Man or Point Break or the other movies Top we watch, like Top Gun, it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't, it can't hold a candle. Let's be honest. Though. Roadhouse? Ugh. Roadhouse, come on. Yeah, well, I'm not comparing Roadhouse. it to those. I'm comparing it to other underground karate tournament movies. <laughs> it's clearly a really of, good. A lot of which star Jean-Claude Van Damme. He was that in all of them. That is true. Lionheart, Bloodsport, come on. God, Johnny Lawrence talking about Top Gun in this. Is this another oh great, God. like, what oh a stupid God. name, Maverick. <laughs> like, you, can't call, you can't give yourself the name Maverick. Yeah. Ice I love Man. how he's just 100% on Iceman's side. He's like, this guy yeah. was the best. He was the best by the end of the movie, which is true. It's actually accurate. He was it's the best. accurate. Yeah. And uh, this guy's trying to move in. He's a dick to him. Um, let's see. Terry Kreese confront Daniel and Johnny at Miyagi Dojo. Uh, 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 Terry attempts to apologize to Daniel and asks him and Kreese to leave while Kreese admonishes Johnny for playing second fiddle to Daniel, planting some seeds of doubt. Uh, Terry informs Daniel and Johnny that Cobra Kai is imposing a fight moratorium on students until the All-Valley <laughs> Tournament. I love that they have to do this. I just, hold on, I just, like, I had a flashback. I was watching... I was watching a recap for Karate Kid 3 to show to my parents because they had they're like, I just don't remember this movie and I don't remember it being good. I was like, yeah, it's worse than what you think it is, but it's incredible. Way worse. And just like the moment uh, in Karate Kid 3 where Terry Silver goes over and like says that Kreese died <laughs> and then walks away and he's like, got him. Like I fucking tricked their asses. And then Kreese revealing that he's alive. <laughs> Do you remember crazy shit of all time? He pops out of the dojo like ah. He pops out from behind his own standy, which they still have in the dojo in in this show. Yeah, but it's just such a oh my god! It was it was just like a little funny moment, man. It's like when Zoolander pops out in the uh, coal mine and he's all black. Oh god. Um. Let's see. Johnny disagrees uh, and proposes a tournament style. Excuse me. Daniel tells Johnny about his history with Terry and suggests that he take over the training of all of their students. Uh, Johnny disagrees and proposes a tournament style fight between the two with the first of three points taking over the whole training for everyone. Uh, Johnny prepares for the fight while Daniel tries to find a way out of it. Uh, Of course, this is where we get the great Johnny tweet where he wakes up and he's like, I'm sure he's going to wake up and sleep it off. And no, he tweeted. And it's if all the students know about it and they all want to watch their, their sensei's fight. Always a fun thing to see the two black belts go at it. Uh, let's see. Johnny Rocky Mc- three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny prepares for the fight while Daniel tries to get out of it. Daniel and Sam, Sam, Johnny, Miguel, as well as Terry and Chris, each have disagreements on the best way to train the all for the all Valley. Uh, the Cobra Kai students retaliate for the events uh, that followed 
the drive-in theater escalating by shaving off Hawk's mohawk. So of course oh. I, I glossed oh. over it, but they tricked him into getting sprinkled, and then everyone, and then he, Johnny was like, "What are you talking about? You picked a fight, you didn't show up." And Daniel was like, "That was a great way to handle it." And they're both wrong because they should have just not gotten into a fight to begin with. But then I, shaving I, Hawk's mohawk, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that is an act of aggression. Thus, uh, the moratorium is now off. I yeah, like that I think- they also like went uh, his length of hair. Just they put up like they was like, here, let's just do a four. Yeah. We don't have to like shave it all the way down. We'll just give him a four. We'll miss some of it. We'll just do it. They didn't give him the full cut. It's like, hey, we're going to respect your actual length on your side so that we can match it if we're barbers. But don't worry. You're going to look fine. I, I do appreciate Hawk's uh, arc throughout this season. I feel like it's the only one that feels the most natural uh, compared to when there's character turns and you kind of go oh man there's they have to do this in order for us to care about what happens next so i understand why they're doing it where with hawks it kind of it it took a while to develop and he's slowly back to uh becoming his old self again and at what for a while you kind of feel bad for him because you feel like man he lost his mojo and then once he gets back into the swing of things and Oh my gosh, just the moment of, I'm going to win the whole fucking thing. Like, god damn, dude. That's just, Hawk's whole arc throughout all the season, I feel like, is the best developed of anybody's. And I, I mean, him I, going from Eli to Hawk, back to Eli, but now Eli is a fucking karate champion? Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's just really, it's really sick and nerd. But it's, he was a victim to me of what you're saying last season. Where right. his flip 100%. back at the end was like, where the fuck this come from? It's hype yeah. as hell and I love it, but also yeah. like, what? Three episodes ago, you broke your best friend's arm. <laughs> like, yeah. All right. yeah. He forgave him, though. He but also, I, I, I kind of would... Uh, Andy, I 100% agree with you. Tim, agree with you. But also, we kind of got to give props to Dimitri because uh, always I like an, a background character, but he was awesome this season. Yeah. Had a glow up, dating the hot girl, breaking stuff. You know what I mean? He found his knee in... <laughs> You know? <laughs> Good for you, Dimitri. You did it. Well, I mean, he, he went and like got Hawk it. out of that funk and was like, no, you got to mm. stop doing this. It's like, that's yeah. a good friend. Yeah. Well, right. Well, because he's always rose. I guess he's tried to be that for a while. And it's just Hawk was too much on the other side. But now yeah. I think he's sort of realized, like, you know, we're getting Eli back, you know? Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Sorry, Gotta get some courage juice Jesus here. Jesus Christ. There Is that is. iced tea or Diet Coke? <laughs> That's uh, iced coffee. coffee. Yeah. Uh, oh Daniel my God. and Johnny <laughs> attempt to reach an agreement for the last time, but before fighting, but ultimately compete against each other. This fight's great. They end up knocking each other out in like a tie. <laughs> it's uh, so good. It's it, it has to be, funny. you know, like this is yeah. that classic thing of like, who are they going to give it to? And I feel like if you're keeping score, like the, the big rivalries of the show are obviously Daniel and Johnny. And then we have uh, Miguel and Robbie and like, Every win they get matters because that is just building the overall lore. And I, I think that even though we've seen this fight a couple times now, we've never seen it this officially. And so I kind of appreciated the the whole setup of it, the way they did. I thought that it was it was very fun. And them ending the way they check, did, I, I like the agree. replay from another <laughs> angle. Yeah, the ending of this is a big laugh out loud moment for me, yeah. as are many of the Johnny Lawrence moments. Yes. Uh, oh, also, I, I do also want to point out when they are sort of having that disagreement, I also got a big laugh out of Daniel LaRusso kind of noticing what his students have been learning and being like, 
have you learned any defense like what the fuck is johnny lawrence <laughs> teaching you and Zero i just love defense, his offense. i love his disgust with johnny lawrence's style uh and, and the eagle fang style and that shit just always makes me laugh but the but the great the great way that ties together too right where he's actually kind of wrong because johnny's style is while all being offensive is does work and we see that at the end where it's like the one person who can like uh what is it uh oh was it, was it tory no I think it's Hawk, right? Where he's like, he's like, since I don't know what to do, he's like, you know, both styles, like you've yeah. trained with both people. And so you actually are the best fighter on the mat right now, because you're the only one that has like the full round no. of everything. Or was it Tori? I forget what no, it was. He said, he said that to his daughter and they also said that to Hawk. Cause right. Hawk's, cause yeah. they were telling her to make it her own. Yeah. yeah. Meld the two. No. Yeah. But Nick was right about Eli. Yeah. Cause he, he mentions like, look, Eli you Hawk. Oh yeah. You're right. Same person. same person. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, I'll speed it along here a little bit. Um, during the All-Valley, in the next episode, during the All-Valley board meeting, the members of the board agree on nearly every aspect from it before finally coming I to I love this board meeting. <laughs> Me too. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, these guys are great. So good. No, honestly, like, uh, so the, the, I think it was the last episode where we get the Crease uh, dinner scene. Yeah. Right? Where it's Crease and Silver kind of like out at a restaurant having dinner. That whole back and forth was fucking incredible. I love how they, they both kind of fear each other, but like in, in completely different ways. Like they were just not on the same wavelength. And I, I really like how they did that. I liked the flashbacks to the Karate Kid 3 of everything he did to Daniel and how <laughs> fucked up it is. And like just kind of dealing with the the entire perspective of aggression uh, between the two of them. And I loved all that stuff. And yeah, starting episode six with this whole conference, uh, I, I think it is, this is one of those scenes that lacks action. There's nothing crazy happening but i'm gonna rewatch it a lot like there's a couple <laughs> scenes of cobra kai i go back to obviously the hallway fight the christmas fight all that hallway shit fight. this scene i just love how ridiculous it is and it's just dialogue that you what? need this this size of a board of directors for a team karate tournament <laughs> is really amazing don't. it really right? reminds it really reminds me of some of the more over-the-top um parody moments uh in south park when you yeah. have a group of characters taking something way too serious and it's so over the top and it's like what like nobody should care this much about it but it, i kind of got that tone and got that vibe from this and i love well, it i i love how serious all of it is wasn't it last season when they were like we'll never get the obsession with karate in the valley anyway it was kind of like a yeah. you know a, a, a nice little like how they do that in this show, how we kind of talked about how I was on cocaine. The, the one thing I will say about that dinner scene, uh, <laughs> Tim, and you, like, I love their back and forth. All right, I've worked in bars and restaurants for, like, around 15 years of my life. Never in the history of my life, and I've worked at dive bars and five-star restaurants, has anybody ever said to me, nah, 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 give me the owner's expensive scotch in the back. Uh, sir, what we have on the bar is what we have <laughs> here at the restaurant. There's no, like reserve room from our owner <laughs> so i would have gone back like if i if i get yelled There's at no by a secret man menu here so no. this is a cheesecake factory <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, if i went so. back like that i get yelled at by a man with a ponytail at a table i'd go back to the like hey does the t 
Tim have scotch back here yeah. that like, we should know about? We don't do uh, that, right? Just bring him, yeah, bring him yeah. the Woodford Reserve. He won't know yeah, the difference. Exactly. He's got a lot exactly. of cocaine. Yeah. Uh, Miyagi-Do and Cobra Kai embrace the changes quickly uh, begin, and begin strategizing. Meanwhile, Eagle Fame are reluctant to accept them, uh, but begin looking for female members to join the dojo because now, of course, remember, they've split it up into uh, male-female, and uh, they're going to have the skills challenge as well. So there's going to be three of those, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tori argues... With her aunt who wants her mother's disability checks, Tori turns to Amanda to help, uh, but when she wants to re-enroll in school but needs her to agree, and Amanda, of course, does. Following the shaving incident, Hawk decides to quit karate uh, despite Dimitri's pleas to continue. Johnny and Miguel convince Piper, uh, Moon's ex-girlfriend, to join Eagle Fang. Uh, Sam agrees with Tori. Uh, uh, let's see. Sam disagrees with Tori returning to school, leading to an argument between Sam and Amanda. Daniel confronts Robbie in a convenience I store. also felt really bad for her when she walked in and saw Tori and Amanda talking, and it's just just like mom like what yeah. the fuck I you have agree. this girl who like guard me my just, enemy like, chilling at our house uh, like what the fuck this is where as a, as a mom or as a parent you take the two kids and you go hey like you tell your kid hey we're meeting at a starbucks right let's hang out at a starbucks and when you show up yeah. tori's there and you sit down with both girls and you go hey we need to talk this hey. out like adults you guys i know you are underage women but you're close enough to 18 to be responsible for your own actions now and if you throw another you know kid through a window you're gonna go to real real jail it's not gonna be juvie it's gonna be uh <laughs> federal jail so let's talk at a starbucks lattes around me we're not leaving this table until you guys squash this thing that's yeah. what you should do but totally. that's not a fun fucking show ladies and no gentlemen. It's that's not, not the cover highway nope. i digress um, i feel like that's kind of the trend with all of the kids is all of these not even but like adult teenager relationships where like different people are threatened in different ways by all the other ones that are um like evolving because you see that with johnny and miguel and then uh miguel and daniel and all of these different things so i think it's interesting to see it from the girls perspective because it's been so focused on like the different guys relationships this whole time mm -hmm. Uh, Daniel confronts Robbie in a convenience store but and fails to have him stand up to Terry. Piper joins Cobra Kai and st and instead, with which discourages Johnny. Uh, Sam visits Aisha over in uh, Santa Barbara, a little cameo from her, which is cool. I love sure. that they treated this like <laughs> Allie from Karate yeah. Kid yeah, 1 was returning. Like, they treated this yeah. like it was a fucking moment. And you know what? Good for them. I was <laughs> like, oh, shit, yeah, she's here. Forgot about her. Where'd she oh. go? I had also yeah. forgotten that her parents had gotten so fed up with all this that they took her out of school over yeah, all of this yeah, karate the drama. Right and we're like, well, no, we're I moving. mean, pretty responsible parenting that there's like a karate <laughs> gang fight in their school. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of parents that would be like, maybe it's time for private school. For sure. You're changing schools. For <laughs> yeah. sure. Well, I, uh, I think this is also kind of more of a response from the writers and directors, right? Because they, they had taken her out and, and if, fairly unceremonious fashion and she had mentioned in different news reports and different uh interviews that she was kind of really uh, relying on that paycheck for what would have happened if she would have stayed on the show mm -hmm. and okay. uh I, and i think this was just kind of a the directors and writers being like no she's still here it's all good like you know she's back sorry guys we we fucked up we shouldn't have taken her out with really nowhere to go uh, following encouragement from Miguel, Johnny continues his recruitment. Hawk returns to Miyagi-Do after a conversation with Dimitri on Tori's first day back at school. Sam threatens her. And I think this is the episode where 
they go to the the school to recruit fem- no 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 this is the next episode minefield in the locker room anthony steals kenny's clothes to embarrass him as johnny prepares to tell miguel about his relationship with carmen miguel begins to suspect the relationship himself not that hard daniel finds kenny's cobra kai hoodie in Anthony's room and questions him about it. Anthony lies about Kenny, uh, telling uh, his father that Kenny, in fact, instigated the fights. Of course, Daniel's like, oh, no, this is, um, we've got to squash this right now. Chris and Terry, uh, based on a bet they made, train their students to use weaknesses in their opponents to their advantage. Carmen and Johnny finally tell Miguel about their relationship. Uh, Miguel, uh, Miyagi-Do students uh, and Anthony begin weapons and skills training for the All Valley uh, Tournament. Uh, Johnny introduces the Eagle Fane students to Devin Lee, the new female member he recruited from the high school debate team. God She's awesome. awesome in this. She's uh, awesome. I think she was I, great. I, I More of her already, in season five. Yeah, I don't know if we already got, went past the scene where they were recruiting people at, at the uh, during like PE or during like the oh the, the soccer field the soccer field, but that was just a hilarious scene. We're so, uh, I, I I do want to point out I am glad that. We didn't get an immediate turn from Miguel. Give it like, give us at least 20 minutes for you to be cool with Johnny being dating your mom. Cause I was like, ah, mm-hmm. uh, here we go. Here comes the like, how dare oh, you? Rebellion. Thing. Yeah. Sensei, I can't believe you do this, Sensei. Like, yeah. I just, <laughs> I, I'm just so glad they didn't do it right there. I'm glad they gave it time to breathe for a while. But yes, Nick, the sequence but- with them at the school and him mentioning, uh, yeah, you come join our club. Like the girls running on the track and him being like, Oh no no sorry that sounds terrible. <laughs> it's it's very very good. And I love that they're he's I think they're talking to Piper or or whoever they're trying to uh, recruit, or maybe it was Sam. I can't remember. But either way, they were like, she was like, yeah, I just heard some creeper was like walking around the field trying to like <laughs> talk to all the girls. It was weird as fuck. Uh, Johnny or whiskey. Let's see, going back. Uh, Miyagi Do students. Yada yada yada. The new female member uh, they recruited to Eagle Fang High School shows up. Johnny refuses to let Miguel train because due to his uh, injury concerns. Daniel becomes disappointed after Anthony takes shortcuts in his training. There's that great scene where he's like, you have to wash all these cars, and he comes back. He's like, holy shit, he did That's it. Correct. And of course, he did. He task rabbit did it. <laughs> which is a smart but kind of missing smart. point. Yeah. Uh, Miguel doesn't like that Johnny began treating him differently because of his relationship with Carmen. Uh, Kenny fights off Anthony and his friends, leading to Anthony's suspension. Uh, that's a great scene. We should talk yeah. about that. Where That's very uh, Karate Kid 1, like running yeah. through the school. You know? But Yeah, but it was a trap, right? Because he just wanted to yeah. catch them in a place where it was dark and then just beat their asses, and it feels yeah. so good. Uh, and, of course, they all get in trouble until, of course... This is like a horror movie. Yeah, yeah it, it really was. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like that scene in Batman. The first part, <laughs> was like, he's like, he's here, and he's just yeah. like taking people out in the shadows and stuff like that. Um, but I like He's beating scene. the fuck out of these kids, man. Yeah, he beat their asses. <laughs> but he also, of- I like that he doesn't get in trouble because the, the principal's like... He he brings in Daniel and Amanda, and he's like, yeah, he's like, I think everyone that wasn't, you know, responsible for this should be prosecuted to like the full extent of the law or whatever you can. Because I'm so glad you agree with that. Because Anthony's suspended. You're like, what are you talking about? He's like, do we have fucking footage? Like, we have Love video it. footage of this these kids chasing after it's three on one. And Daniel's like, oh man, that's that's annoying. My kid uh, is a bully. Fucking son kid. Of- he's a piece yeah. of shit. Mm-hmm. That kid. Meanwhile, we all know Daniel Larusso was part bully in Karate Kid One. That's another story for another day. I mean, this is not the story of this entire show. When, if, when else would we talk about it? Dude, I'm telling you right now, it's just like it's just like Top Gun, right? You got a blonde guy just doing his thing, ready to fucking yeah. rock and roll, about to be the best, and some little short, brown-haired guy comes in and tries to screw it all up. Yep. 
It's like the old. Where are you going Monday. with this, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> Nick no, still has deep seated, deep seated issues with Maverick, Tim. Deep-seated. No, it's an it's an old Patton Oswalt bit where he talks about um, if Johnny Lawrence were if. If Williams, I, I thought it was a character. joke about Tim having blonde hair. No, I, 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 I thought you were talking about me and you somehow. You yeah. were the bad guy in it, which didn't really make sense to me. No, that doesn't make I digress. Sense. It doesn't matter. Uh, let's see. Kenny fights off. And then, yeah, yeah. Tensions rise between Chris and Terry over differences of their training style. Stingray is released from probation. And prepares to return to Cobra Kai. The students of Cobra Kai plan for prom as Chris and Terry train them on how to beat their opponents psychologically. Tori asks Robbie to her prom. Uh, to be your prom date and and uh Chris rejects stingray's request to join the dojo and it's really sad uh sam and until you realize that he's an, an adult ass man he shouldn't be hanging out with kids yeah sam and miguel also <laughs> plan to attend is it prom sad together. like the, his whole plot line yes comic relief hilarious but what, what? <sighs> never mind he just he like assaulted <laughs> his neighbor and that it was great <laughs> i mean hilarious don't get great. me wrong amazing Again, uh, he's anyways, Stingray's the type of character that like I, I I'm so glad I don't hate because it's very easy to fuck up a character like that. It it's been. really Good easy. Yeah. It's Good really casting. easy to make that character annoying or cast somebody where you're just like, ah, oh, this guy fucking sucks. But yeah. Stingray is great because it's you don't spend too much time with him. And Stingray is the perfect catalyst for the Christopher Nolan Game of Thrones like ending near the end of just like it it was Kreese who beat me up. (laughs) (laughs) So amazing. It's so amazing. (laughs) He wants back in, he's willing to do anything to get back in. Uh, The next thing we have Shannon coming back in, who's Robbie's mother. She tells Johnny that Terry gifted Robbie a car and money. Uh, Tensions rise at prom when Sam and Miguel become annoyed at Robbie and Tori. Let me tell you this intro that when these kids pull up, Robbie and Tori are looking good. Crushing. Good. Thank you, Joey, for saying it. Hot. H A W T. Oh. Either of these people were my ex, I'd be like. Ooh, they got that money. They got that Terry Silver money. Got that Terry <laughs> Silver <laughs> money, man. <laughs> Straight uh, off the people of Borneo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Terry proposes moving Cobra Kai to its original location, and it's hilarious that they actually like filmed that. Uh, Daniel's cousin Vanessa, a psychology student, blames Daniel and Amanda for Anthony's behavior, aka uh, Julia Macchio. Oh, that's Julia. Right. Wow. why does she look so familiar? That's oh. that's his real uh, daughter, right? Yeah, yeah, Fat that's ass. Cool. I, I was like, God, this she's nicely really done, awesome. Timothy. Mm-hmm. It was great. I, I I was like kind of weirded out that she had as much influence <laughs> in this sequence like <laughs> but i thought she was good i don't know uh terry attacks johnny to show crease wait hold his on loyalty. real quick that scene mm-hmm. was so my cousin Vinny. like i really oh, I yeah, loved it. <laughs> well yeah he mentioned marissa tomei <laughs> I uh crease however forces uh, uh terry to let uh johnny go uh, he's like, this is not where we're going to do it. Stingray hosts an after party where he f- where a fight breaks out between Sam and Miguel <laughs> with Tori and Robbie. Uh, Anthony prom gets, fight. Yeah, it's a prom fight. He goes into the pool. And then, of course, when they're all wet, everyone just starts jumping in the pool. And it's like, this is fun. How, this how does Stingray be. not get in trouble for this? He will. That, thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Thank You're you. You're welcome. You're welcome. He just beat that dude's ass. And I can't remember what that actor's from, but he's always that He's from actor. a bunch. He's that guy. He was an I, Tanya. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, but yeah, he like, was. I feel like he's somebody that 
got uh, I don't He's know in a got commercial beat up by somebody in Breaking Bad. I don't know. Was Wait, wasn't Stingray also in Itanya? Yeah, Stingray. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that's what I thought you. That's <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. He was in Richard Jewell, or was he in both? No, uh, there he was what? in both. He was Which, in both. So Stingray was in both. I'm talking about the guy. He's his ass he kicks. He's like that dorky looking like the neighbor. He almost looks like he's from Ocean's Eleven. Like I yeah. forget. I forget I what the actor. Oh. He's been in a ton of stuff. Uh, the prom scene, a little uh, fun fact here. In in the prom scene, Robbie and Tori danced to a song called In Your Eyes by The Weeknd. In the prom scene from The Next Karate Kid, Julie and Eric danced to a song called In Your Eyes by, by Peter Gabriel. Escobita. Oh. Mm. Yeah. I would have yeah. guessed Peter Gabriel. Too. Just wait until Hillary Swank comes I back. Know. Swank oh. it up. <laughs> she needs to be me. Hawk's mom. She just has oh. to be. We got to take bets. We got to take bets. That's like Mikey Barnes and oh my Hillary gosh. Swank are married. No, she, first I mean, off, that's not going to happen. But second off, I is what, what about back. the what about oh, the yes, Delta the Force right. squad from the Hillary? Oh, they're squad. coming back, <laughs> Andy. Dogs, man. Coming back. Put oh the berets gosh. on. Let's punch a hole in the world. I think it's going to be Barnes, and I think it's going to be the two cronies that he used to hang out with, Snake and Carl, or whatever their names were. Remember those oh guys? Oh, my God, yeah. 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 Like, Barnes, Barnes has to be related to somebody. And He's, like I think the obvious answer is Tori. Tori's cat. I, yeah, I think that that's that's the most obvious thing that they can yeah. do. Gotta be. Man, I did Gotta not be. care about Chosen popping up in the end. <laughs> what? I did not Dude, care about genius. it. It's genius. <laughs> I'll tell you why it's genius when we get there. Let's get through this episode first. Anthony gets into further trouble, and when he continues to use technology, while he's grounded, Johnny inquires uh, injuries. Johnny's injuries are attended to by Miguel. Johnny says he wants to be a father figure to him, and this is the scene that just guts you. He's like, I want to oh, be a father. Wait, can I insert for a second real yeah. quick? It makes them... Are you guys saying that it makes the most sense for Hillary Swank to be Hawk's mom because she cared for all that weird Hawk shit? That Hawk, yes, obsession? that's correct. Okay. That is correct. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I just because I, I haven't rewatched that one and I was like, why would he be? Hawk? And then it, Joey, it this show's not deep. Too. We're we're going like someone's name Hawk. Hillary Swank played with the Hawk. Hillary Swank is therefore related. <laughs> yeah, thank mm-hmm. you. This thank is you. not hard. This is not it's Shakespeare. On, not pigeons on a roof, Joe. <laughs> it's a Hawk. <laughs> uh, so we get the scene, of course, where Johnny says, uh, "You know, I love." He's like. I love you, Robbie, instead of mm. Miguel. And Miguel just starts Ugh. crying, and it's really, really sad. Uh, but also a watershed moment for him where he's like, I realize like, I'm looking for a father figure in the wrong spot. I need to know where I come from. I need to know where my dad is. Yeah. Uh, a drunken Terry severely beats the shit out of Stingray when he makes another uh, request to rejoin Cobra Kai. Of course, you don't see the whole scene, but will at the end. Going into the ninth episode, the fall, Cobra Kai, Eagle Fang, and Miyagi Do come head to head when the All Valley Tournament begins. Crease and Terry, Johnny, and are Daniel we ever going to hear Best Around again? Like, is it? Are we? Are they waiting for the final They're episode waiting, of dude. the series? Like, here's the thing: they know <laughs> they got an end game in their mind. Like, we're right? building to something, and they are going to use it at the perfect fucking moment. It's just yeah. like it's like Captain America not saying Avengers Assemble until he did. It's the same yeah. thing. <sighs> Listen, guys, you have to understand. Okay. All right. All right. All right. You have to understand. The best around is a hot commodity. They're sitting on that. You, you, they, they wanted to use it episode one. They were like, go, no, 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 no. Go, go, go. you guys can't afford it yet. Episode three, can't that price has yet. been jacked up. It's like sitting on it. Like, it's like back in the day, if you bought Nike.com, you just sat on it until Nike got so angry they gave you a billion dollars. They're going to get around to using the best around, but it's going to cost them. That's my thought. Well, they're going to get around to doing the best around. Why, Nick? Because no best. one's ever going to keep you down. No, no one's going to keep you down. The funniest part is that they put when they did the Cobra Kai uh, integration with Fortnite, they have an emote with that song in it. Oh, well, it's yeah. been and in the just, trailers and stuff. They just haven't used, used it. Yeah. In, I know. But it, that that's why I think it's funny that it's like, uh, Who you guys are putting it? it in because it's one of the few touchstones. But I also, I, I know I've said this multiple times before. Really 
but I'll say it again. I love that the song is the best around. Not the best, Andy. No, just the best around. <laughs> in the general <laughs> vicinity. Uh, the people standing in this room. Nick, it's the all the valley, okay? It's yeah. not the world. Yeah. It's just the San Fernando Valley, okay? So it. it is the best Around the around valley. The valley. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, uh, I, I've, I've all, well, you all have been talking about the best around. I've been doing a lot of googling and IMDbing, and the the weird uh, neighbor that gets beat up by um, Stingray. Stingray. I was gonna say. I was gonna say Taserface. By <laughs> 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 Stingray. Uh, he was in the boys for two seasons. Oh yeah, uh, that makes sense. What's his name? Okay. Uh, his name is he PJ Burn. PJ Burn. Was he in the? Boys? I think he just. He always know. plays that that like character. He's like I think he's in a Geico commercial. He was in movie. Rampage. Oh. He was in Big Little Lies. Principal Warren Nepal. Oh yeah, he was the Big principal Lies. in Big Big Little Lies. He was in yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, the Wolf of Wall Street. Is where I recognize him. The that's yeah. where I, that's where I know him from. He's, he's the dorky guy in the Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, yeah, that's the funny. toupee. Yeah. Oh, he was also in the TV movie Tremors 2018. Whoa. I love that scene. I love that scene in Wolf Wall Street where he's recruiting. Tremors 2018? Yeah, it was a remake in a TV movie. How was it? It's good. Terrible. Shut up, Nick. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Everything's good if you let it be. Everything is good. If That's you what let John Lennon once said. Everything's good yes. if you let it. Be. <laughs> uh, Thank you. Let's move on. We're, let's kick this bad boy off. The competition kicks off. Cobra Kai Woo! takes first in the skills competition, followed by Miyagi Do in the second and Eagle Fang in six. Carrie Underwood performs at the tournament before the fight. <laughs> the fighting competition begins. I lost my shit. At this point, Danielle had gone to bed. I got her out of bed. I was like, Carrie fucking underwood are you kidding me and it was the it was the payoff for the joke where they were like he's not gonna get anyone this year remember they're like like he fucked up yeah. last year and couldn't get who so and so and they got care and i forget what song she sings in this but it's so funny it Bowman felt like a custom-made song it was i think it was uh no. andy it, it was a song that was from karate kid 2. no it's the it's it is the, it's the theme song to Karate Kid. That's what it is. But we didn't know how a it works. Moment of truth. Yeah. Oh. When you're bah, 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 bah. Let me say it actually thing, has lyrics. The thing that upset me the most about this Carrie Underwood performance is that she wore her shoes onto the mat. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> you gotta take your shoes off. Nick knows that. Oh, Everybody yeah, knows that, Tim. <laughs> Come on. You don't see me out there in my high heels singing Moment of Truth on a karate mat. I respectfully take off my shoes and then i rock god it was so good i was like babe she's singing the lyrics of the song when you're alone you ask yourself it's i so do good. i thought it was very weird and very awkward but it was made it's less terrible. awkward because of how it was framed because i thought i thought she was just gonna sing and <laughs> we were just gonna watch her sing for three minutes <laughs> but i'm glad that it like was that for a second yeah i'm glad that it was accompanied by a lot of montage montage yeah. which is great andy yeah. i invited you to to my next jujitsu competition and fucking the run clay Aiken came out you see that shit Clank is running for governor. Think, yeah, yeah, he was trending today, which is Good weird. For him. Good for him. In like what, Arkansas think, or something, right? I feel like your jujitsu might be more Ruben Stuttered. No, uh, I would. <laughs> yeah, Ruben Stuttered. Taylor, Dude, I, I was, the, the Carrie Underwood thing to me is one of the rare. I would chalk it up as a miss in the in the show oh, where yeah. it works. It makes sense. I just don't think she was the funniest person they could have had 
for this moment. Because we all got what they were doing, they but it was just like Cetera. it just wasn't quite right. Peter Cetera would have been amazing. Peter, yeah, Peter, Peter. <laughs> Peter. Uh, let's keep going here. Uh, Carrie Anderson performs. Eagle Fang loses a female competition when Tori beats Devin in the quarterfinals. Uh, when Daniel notices Cobra Kai students using Miyagi Do moves, he makes the last ditch appeal to Robbie to switch teams. Uh, Hawk gains last minute confidence from Moon and beats Kyler in his match. Uh, Sam wins her match against Piper using uh, combined Miyagi Do and Eagle Fang skills. Kenny but and Robbie. She doesn't just do that. She does it because she gains the power to do yeah, it by looking yeah. over one shoulder and then looking yeah. over the other shoulder. And we're all here like, yeah. 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 Yeah, Tim. There's a devil and an angel. Mighty okay? dad. Mighty dad. Devil Paul and an angel. Uh, Kenny and Robbie get pitted against each other, and Kenny gets eliminated with a broken nose. Very heartbreaking scene because Robbie just goes ham on him, and Kenny's like, "What the fuck?" And of course, that basically cements the fact that Kenny's going to be an asshole for the rest of his life. Uh, in the semifinals, Miguel and Hawk are first uh, to compete against each other, and the re- uh, they're resulting in a pulled back muscle for Miguel, and he is disqualified because he's supposed to come out. And it's a mirror of the scene from the first one where he's like. Daniel LaRusso's going to fight. Daniel LaRusso's going to fight. Except Miguel never comes out because he's yeah. like, I'm done with this. Uh, because I thought it was Johnny pretty smart. I agree. There. I'm just getting him off the books, giving Hawk a win. Like, I like that we're yeah. getting some new characters in, so it's not always just going to be totally. Robbie and Miguel. Robbie and Miguel, yeah. Uh, well, well said, Tim. Miguel is cleared to fight in the next episode, uh, The Rise. Uh, Anthony apologizes to Kenny, uh, but Kenny pummels him until he is, he is stopped by Robbie. Uh, Sam and Tori each advance to the competition to become the last women standing. Miguel disappears uh, in, inside of return, instead of returning to the fight, which advances Hawk to the finals against Robbie. Uh, Daniel encourages Hawk to use Cobra Kai moves against Robbie because he's like, you know both, uh, adding Eagle Fang techniques as well. Hawk, this fight is so awesome. good. Yeah, the fact so that good. Robbie's gi gets ripped off and he just mm-hmm. takes it off. Oh my Hawk, god! Yeah, Hawk it does. Looks, Hawk looks Holy at the ref, shit. and the ref goes, "I don't know." And Hawk goes, "Fuck it," and takes his gi top off too. And they're fighting shirtless in the middle of this arena. And he's yeah. very tattoo flex. I yeah. forgot that he had the tattoo oh. until then. It, by the way, I think the Hawk tattoo without the mohawk is even is more even badass. <laughs> There's a there's yeah there's a deleted scene where Carrie Underwood is just drinking a Slurpee up in the stands like what the fuck is this? What am I watching? <laughs> Hot dudes under eighteen with abs and taps. Very, oh, Carrie yeah. Underwood's like I was supposed to leave two hours ago, but fuck, like this yeah. is incredible. It's kind of awesome. Um, and of course, Hawk wins and Hawk becomes the champion, and Robbie loses, and it's it's crazy. It's it's crazy to think about. I love how they did that. Uh, let's see the two. And it was uh, a battle, man. Was like, yeah, they were going at it dude it was six cinematography sick fights like it really well done really yeah. well done uh at some point i don't remember this but in the synopsis it says Don- daniel proposes that he and johnny create their own combined style of karate called miyagi fang which i remember but i don't remember in this episode and that's a badass name for a karate school yeah uh, the two then encourage sam to combine the two styles herself terry encourages tori to fight dirty but crease intervenes and says uh, Tori, you fight the way you want to fight. And of course, Tori wins the match, allowing Cobra Kai to win the tournament overall. And more importantly, uh, making it so that Miyagi Do and, and, and uh, Eagle Fang cannot teach anymore because that was the agreement. Uh, and Terry announces, of course, his plans to start franchising Cobra Kai. And Chris is like, whoa, whoa, this is getting too far ahead of me. After the match, Tori oversees Terry bribing the referee. Which is you think maybe like a Venmo. You don't have to like give him cash, but <laughs> he had to do it. Uh, and she's like, oh, no, did I not win uh, legally? Robbie apologized to oh, Johnny after. What's up? Wait, wait, no. First off, I, we did pass the really important moment of 
like episode nine ends with Miguel being paralyzed. Yeah. And then episode 10 starts in the hospital, but it ends up being Stingray. And that oh, reveal, yeah, right. that oh, reveal is so yeah. great. <laughs> like oh, good. that little fake out is really, really well done. Yeah. Um, of course, Tori seeing him bribe is going to play into the next season. Uh, the referee, because of course the deal deals off. They can all teach. Robbie apologized to Johnny after he realizes that Cobra Kai's effects on, uh, on him were bad. And the two reconcile, which is a very heartwarming scene. Crease. Uh, gets arrested for Stingray's attack after Stingray uh, wakes up and tells the cops that it was him and Terry framed him. And Terry's just like, my grand plan has finally come to fruition. Like, what do you do with these guys? These karate dojos are going to lose you, but maybe they'll make like a marginal profit for you for the rest of your life. But it's nothing compared to like tech. Uh, Miguel but it's like you knew, like you could, you sensed that that was going to happen. And the like even before it happens i'm still so excited that it is going to happen yes. i'm yeah. like oh my god did crease is did he really like oh it's just so perfectly kind of like paced out uh to have that reveal really mean a lot it's so well done so good. uh and then of course miguel heads off to mexico city in search of his biological father who carmen says is not a very good guy so we'll see how this goes johnny goes after him even though i, have, I doubt that johnny could find his way to mexico uh daniel <laughs> visits mr miyagi's grave and of course, now unable to teach, unable to teach his students, uh, he has to honor his word. But if he's not the teacher, Tim, then his students can still learn. And who's the only other person on this planet that knows the other half of Miyagi-Do Karate? Oh, chosen. it's chosen. And not only is it chosen, there is still the lingering plot thread of what's in the box. What is that one <laughs> lesson oh, that, that they have never learned yet? Never like learned they're it. building, they're saving that for a rainy day. And that's why I, I'm in for the chosen stuff. Because Andy, I'm with you to an extent that the chosen reveal wasn't the hypest moment because there were so many hype moments going on at once. And like I feel like the end was such a whirlwind for me of the the Tory. Uh, Tori seeing that like there was a, a payment from Silver, like that whole thing, the Stingray reveal that like it's like <laughs> the Terry fucking got him to like oh my god, all that stuff was so good. But Miguel going to Mexico, currently I don't love. We'll see what they do with it, but it kind of like puts it in a place that I'm not really because that interested. wasn't like a long plot point. Yeah, right? exactly. That, it's like kind of like needing to not find really. I would yeah. care a lot if there was a Mexican character from part one, two or three that exactly. they were looking towards. Like that would be incredible. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, I'm with you, Tim. The, the, the chosen reveal just didn't do a whole lot for me because it's not only something we've already seen before. The thing that it gets me most excited about though, is when we hear Terry mention, you know, I'm going to team up with other people uh, right. to, to run fun. this shit. And that's, that's where I get really excited because I know that, it's going to be a joining of forces on both sides, not yeah. only with Chosen, but it's going to be Terry Silver bringing in other people. It's just an yeah. escalation. And I'm with you guys, too. Imagine if this was the first time we saw Chosen, and then episode one, season five, was the flashback to when he went back to, like, Okinawa and met with uh, Kubiko and, like, and all, all of them. That would have been amazing. Yeah, but, that would have yeah. been way cooler. Yeah. That would have been incredible. Dude. That would have been still, incredible. But still, this, this hit for it me, was and a, I love that. was that a sick ending. I, 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 mean, I done it. It, he's like, oh, I, he called him up. He's like, I need your help. I need your help. Yeah. Come here. And he's like, all Chosen. right, let's go do it. And it's going to be a yeah. battle next season. It's going to be great. So good. Dude, like, I, I've hit a point that I now fully believe we're going to get Jaden Smith as, as some role. It could be a brand new character. I don't think it's going to be the same thing. But like the, this show can do anything. Like we will get swanked at some point and it's going to be. Oh, very, we're going to get swanked. Don't, you, think don't get, you, worry. you think we're going to get Jackie Chan? I, dude, I honestly oh I don't God. think it's out of the realm of possibility. I don't think so either. Unbelievable if Jackie yeah. Chan somehow got into this. Jackie Chan's oh. like a billionaire who's like, I don't need to work on a film anymore. But even he can feel the pull. 
No, that's, oh, and, right. and that's yeah. what I'm saying. I, I think I, I think um, I wouldn't be surprised by Jaden Smith either because of just how popular the show is and how well it's doing. And if it were a shitty show that nobody was watching and it was on the verge of being canceled uh, because nobody it just had no viewers, I could see that, uh, you know, giving us um, points in the opposite direction. But for this to be as popular as it is for so many celebrities tweeting about it during its release and just talking about like holy shit like i mindy kaling had some great tweets about it like this is just kind of the the pinnacle of pop culture right now and i think that that lends itself to bringing in a lot of different names maybe we see rahul Kohli make an appearance oh my god I rahul know. wants to be on the show <laughs> dude i mean that's the thing is like this That'd show's be been number one on netflix since it came out and like in yeah. every territory like it's just freaking killing it and i yeah. you gotta love to see it and i mean like not only is it killing it but like how many sittings did it take you guys to get through this because for Two, me and i have a kid it was essentially one. Me and Gia yeah. watched episode one at midnight, and we're like, okay, because we couldn't wait. And we're yeah. like, yeah. let's stop. The next day, we just watched it in, in one sitting after that. So like, good. This I show just... is powerful. Yeah. Boys and girls, I have to, uh, unfortunately, I have to go. Uh, I'm up against it at five. But I want to say thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for being part of allowing me into the kind of funny dojo, the kind of funny dough. <laughs> Uh, uh, no. Kind of, kind of fang. Oh, we'll workshop it. You know. Okay. Right. <laughs> you had it the okay, first time. Tim. You didn't have to change it. Uh, Makuga, I want to let you know. Of course, uh, we already know season five has been greenlit. You got to yep. imagine that they're gonna go for another December thirty first. So next year, we'll have yes. you back. We'll we'll, we'll bring it back for Karate Kid and review. You love to see it. I have your ranking. We're gonna do all the podcasts from the podcast, yes. but. Till next time. I love you, dude. Goodbye. Love you guys. Thank you all so much. Bye. See ya. And so, yeah, Kev, do you have a, a overlay for this or can you just pop on with the cameras? You'll uh, figure it out. I trust yeah, you. Yeah, I, I you. believe in you. Andy, can you hit me with haiku and review? Damn, I didn't know where. My bad, my bad. Hold up, Tim. Hold up. <laughs> hold okay. up real quick. Timothy, here we go. Seven syllables in the middle. You'll need five for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, no need to fret. And haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in review. You can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to write your review in haiku form. Just like jeremy zuccarello did return of terry he can be pretty scary made crease feel wary <laughs> grant burton says stingray spinoff when terry silver went all zen he was high back then crease always pulls rank plenty more left in the tank good show needs some swank yes <laughs> oh, that's really good eric meyer says johnny punching waves sam's flying tornado kick this goddamn show rips yes it <laughs> does <laughs> man oh what a freaking show this is uh and then uh ragu bagu what's up everybody welcome rad guys talk bad guys here for the karate kid and review cobra kai and review we haven't really ranked all of the bad guys yet have we do we want to just talk about them that that's the thing is so what we do have is we ranked the bad guys from the movies but we didn't rank them from the shows just because we did seasons one through three together last time so mm -hmm. currently ragu bagu is at number one 
Karate Kid 3, Terry Silver, Crease, and Mike Barnes. Number two, Karate Kid 1, Johnny Lawrence and Crease. Number three, Karate Kid 2, Chosen in Saito. And then number four, uh, pretty pretty big gap to get to this number four. We have the next Karate Kids, Dugan and Ned, is what they wrote down. <laughs> I forgot their <laughs> names. Fucking hilarious. Uh, but my favorite thing is I had to go back and uh, rewatch the end of the last episode to see what the rankings were and all this stuff. And Andy was in Texas, so he missed, unfortunately, our Karate Kid 3 review which god he would have had fun doing so a lot of this is new information and when we read the ragu bagu at number one was terry silver andy i've never seen him this excited it's just like oh hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) just so fucking funny but i I just want to give a shout out to terry silver in this i think that the villains were better in this season than we've ever had before i love how the, the arc we have terry silver go through and if he was number one in our ragu bagu from the movies i feel like he's only earned it even more here i this is a crazy thing for me to say but you know, seeing Willem Dafoe come back as Green Goblin and 20 plus years later, just fucking just kill it in a whole new way. I kind of feel like Thomas E. and Griffin did that <laughs> with the Terry Silver uh, character. Where it's like agree. he just took everything we liked about the old version and just turned it up to. I mean, he started at 11. This is like a, a freaking like 92, you know, mm-hmm. good for you. That's all I have to say. Anyone else have any ragu bagu thoughts? No, no. I mean, I just love. I mean, like everything else in this series, I love that we're just we're revisiting all of them and, and fleshing them out more and having them develop more and seeing sort of the roles reverse and everything's just topsy turvy. And it's it's so fun to have these these actors come back and commit and 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 be there. And just the thought that at some point we might get a chosen versus Terry Silva fight is weird and exciting to me. <laughs> It's silver, not silver. <laughs> I'm saying it like you would an Italian. Okay, you know, we don't pronounce no, okay. cards. That's what that is. It's Terry Silva. Mr. Miyagi. Hey, we got a Miyagi Do 500 bike. Want to jump on it? We're going to go to go- button stuff. <laughs> what was it called? Dolphin stuff. <laughs> All right, well, now it's time to rank the Karate Kid Cobra Kai universe currently. <sighs> The rankings are as follows. Number one, The Karate Kid 1. Number two, Cobra Kai Season 1. Number three, Cobra Kai Season 3. Number four, Cobra Kai Season 2. Number five, Karate Kid 3. Number six, Karate Kid 2. And number seven, The Next Karate Kid. Mm -hmm. Where do we want to rank Cobra Kai Season 4? Can I get a visual of that list somewhere? Yes, you can. I'll slack you. I'm going to slack general right or random right now. Perfect. Perfect. This is a tough one. I never made a ranking for this. So sorry about that. Um, Completely passed me by because I forgot we ranked season by season. Um, Right off the bat, this one is really, really tough for me because Mm -hmm. I think the the villains being so strong in this makes me want to rank it higher than I think it should be because I think that season three and season two are stronger overall. Um, mostly because I think we're kind of getting into that. Ter- we're getting, we're retreading a lot of the same sort of moments and plot points and character turns that we've seen quite a bit. Like a lot of that, it's kind of, we're getting used to that. It's a little bit too much for me. I'm, I, I anytime there's the, you know, I, I was making a joke on the morning show the other day of like, Oh, yeah. And, that, you know, somebody's going to leave the refrigerator open and suddenly that's going to be the reason why that person hates that person or like, 
you're gonna accidentally like butt dial them and not answer their call and suddenly they're gonna hate you like it's just you're the reasons for the character turns are getting more and more ridiculous by the moment um but the characters being so strong make me have season four way higher than i thought it would have been um just talking about terry silver in this review has been fantastic i kind of want to put this i want to put this above season two because of how strong terry silver and crease are in this season i'll give you that i think i mean i i'm inclined to just rank this as high as humanly possible but i can't put it past one so i was thinking it's going to go <laughs> maybe in the third position right above season three but i could be convinced that three was better because three yeah three ending with with um well i guess it was two that ended two with the ended with injury a big, with the big brawl three yeah. was really yeah. good because it was it was really him being like i'm gonna be you know i might be paralyzed forever and johnny having that great relationship where he's like no you're not gonna be we're gonna get you out of this that was also they, well done yeah that was so well done but i mean that all hit it's it, it, this one hit this one to me though was like do you like really good storytelling or do you like bananas because <laughs> this this season is fucking bonkers man <laughs> it's crazy i would you I know would, what i i changed my mind i put this below i rank this as the lowest of the seasons of the seasons yeah wow. i can see that because i think two is really strong three is really strong and one i just have a special place in my heart for because it was like how, how did you do this how did you do this hmm. so I, maybe i'm i'm with any of that i put it right is above two five. the lowest one right now two season two one. yeah two is the lowest show yeah because like season currently. two ending with that miguel thing was like that was shocking to me that was really incredibly well done and and that final fight i don't uh, the fight sequence in that school i don't feel like we've really hit levels like that since i don't think we ever will i think that's I the agree. thing is that the end of season two like the culmination of all the emotions and all the characters in that fight i think is just as as good as this series can possibly get i hope that we're wrong but it's been interesting to see you know season one ending with the all valley tournament season two ending with the high school fight season three ending with the christmas house fight uh which was just epic for like different reasons and then this having like the, the ultimate tournament that we could possibly have so far i like how they're varying it and doing different things but at the end of the day i I think I prefer the more crazy one-shot fight scenes with insane choreography that we got in two and three over the the tournament stuff. Right. Um, and it, it's just it's hard because on any given day, I would rank these seasons in any order and be happy about it. Like they are all so close. And the fact that we're four in they now, have they have so many different strengths. Exactly. Know? And I, yeah. I think that that Terry Silver's just it really does something for me. I don't agree with this list at all. Like it gets difficult for me where I would put season one last. Um, and I love season one, but I just think that each one has a lot more pros than than that one. Um, but I, I guess, yeah, because of that, I'd voted at at number two below the Karate Kid, the first movie. Hmm. Joey, mm. the deciding factor here. Oh, well, I so I feel like I'm in a similar position of Tim is that this would not be my ranking for the seasons. I would probably go two, four, three, one. Me too. So I, it's really hard for me to put anything above season two because I do that end fight is just so good. So I think because of that, I would put it underneath season two. Yeah. I also didn't rank this originally, so yeah, I don't so know I'm why I'm now. ranking. For, four <laughs> votes. Kevin is the vote that counts. And Makuga, who puts season four at number three mm. in between seasons one and season three. So Kev, Kev. Kevin's my Tyus though. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, I I actually sent it to you, but I absolutely love this season. 
I think that it like pushed things to a higher level that we've ever been at. And I think that um, Silver is phenomenal. Like him turning on Crease and essentially taking over, like totally being unhinged and now going to be the like grand evil top tier bad guy. Like I loved it. I'm very excited. And that's why I'm, I'm putting this like, I can't put it above Karate Kid 1 because, like, that movie's phenomenal, but I can certainly put it right underneath. So me and Kev are both saying number two. Mm-hmm. Makuga has it one lower. Andy, where did you say you have it? It's gonna be one I lower. had this below all the seasons. Nick so Sarpino, at number you're the... Five? I, was, I, was, I was lower to that, that as well. Yeah, Nick, Nick, you started being like, I could see it as number two. Uh, number three. I was going to put it underneath Cobra Kai season one. But so I moved it down. I would say me and Andy are at, put it below all the seasons. So me and Andy are down there, but you, Joey, Kevin, and Makuga boosted up to probably right above Cobra Kai season one, right? Yep, well, underneath. So, so the well, I don't would count. Be, yeah. Oh, Joey so, doesn't count. What? I was going to say I thought Joey got a vote. Sorry. Joey. So that means no. the, the Makuga is the third highest, which brings it to the rankings are number one, the Karate Kid. Number two, Cobra Kai season one. Number three, Cobra Kai season four. Number three, Cobra Kai season three, five, Cobra Kai season two, six, the Karate Kid three, seven, the Karate Kid two, and eight, the next Karate Kid. We will return to Karate Kid in review next year with Cobra Kai season five. And God, I could not be more excited. And I hate that we have to wait a year. Next week, we're returning to Scream in review with the Scream, Scream five, five cream, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to call it five cream. Uh, Until next time, I love you all. Goodbye.